Oh, welcome to the Bookworm's Treasure. If there's not a particular book you're looking for, might I suggest a personal favorite of mine? Here, give this a read. And welcome to D4, where I, Dustin, and I, Devin, Cody, am a fifth edition game of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah! Yeah! Uh, you might have noticed something new. Something's changed. With the introduction of Elder Eye Entertainment, they is is where we're rebranding our company and we want to present ourselves and be more, and more importantly, our product. Uh, we're lucky enough to grow beyond just the singular Dungeons and Dragons Sunday show, um, but with Elder Eye Entertainment, we will begin to focus on more content, both TTRPG related and hopefully beyond, in ways that enrich your listening and viewing experience through high production, immersive games and content. That's right. D4 will continue to be our live actual play 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons game, but coming soon you'll see new and exciting pre-recorded content that captures what we believe the essence of what gaming and entertainment could and should be. Uh, so help spread the word as you see our socials all change to Elder Eye Entertainment, but rest assured everything you have fallen in love with so far will not change. Uh, the, for more in-depth breakdown of what this brand change is, stay tuned uh, for our live intermission uh, on Twitch tonight, and look for the video on our social networking sites, all now under the name Elder Eye Int, E-N-T, uh, or find the link to them at ElderEyeInt.com. Yep. Now some sponsors. The world of Kryn was forged by Reorks, the divine power of creation when he struck his hammer into the anvil of time, forcing chaos to slow his cycle of destruction during the age of starbirth. It is said that the sparks that flew from that single blow forging the world became the stars themselves. Until chaos was put into the great gym. <laughs> However, I believe they were harnessed by the great adventurers Beetle and Grimm and forged into Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen Campaign Companion Box Steel Edition. Those embers of creation, I believe, were coalesced into the full campaign book, broken into five booklets, including a player-only character creation booklet, four area maps and key locations, a poster map of the continent and salon, 13 full-page dungeon maps, 12 gridded battle maps and key combat areas, 25 in-world handouts, four in-world artifacts, 60 encounter cards, 27 affiliation cards for the Kryn Pantheon, <laughs> the Knightly Orders, and the Mage Orders. Art pulled from the book, including an 11 by 17 piece by Jed Chervrier. Sorry if I said that wrong. Three bonus encounters written by the goblins at the Pandemonium Warehouse, six special NPCs, and DM aids and DM reference guides. This is the steel box? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's right. But pre order your steel edition box today so that you can have the very essence of Kryn Cosmos to wield at your fingertips. Uh, at the very least, uh, is a, a shit ton of work uh, already done for. You making the game prep so much easier, but. <laughs> Also, a more immersive and visually enrapturing uh, experience. Uh, and it's Kryn, and it's Dragonlance, which is my favorite setting of all time. <laughs> so you should totally go get it. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How you doing? I, okay, I have, I have a question for everybody. Oh, no. How many sets of dice do you own? Not as much as you. My lawyer says I'm not allowed to answer that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. One. I maybe ten. Seven-ish. Seven-ish. Okay. Okay. Um, I I'm sitting at about eight hundred at this point. Yeah. Um, we know. We and know. of this collection, 
I would say 60 to 70 sets are from Die Hard Dice. I love Die Hard Dice. They make beautiful dice. They make all sorts of dice. You should head on over to their website, dieharddice.com. Take a look around. See what you like. If you need recommendations, let me know. I have many. They've got metal dice that are Mwah. They have polymer dice that are. Mwah. They have accessories that are. Mwah. So head over to dieharddice.com and while you're there, use discount code D4BFFs or D4BFGs uh, with an S on the end of both of them and get yourself a little bit of a discount. We got a discount for you. Mm -hmm. Means you can buy more dice. You got to catch up. Let's go. Yeah, pump those numbers up. Pump, pump, pump it up. <laughs> Is that me? Yeah, that's you. Okay, just one second, if you wouldn't mind. Just... <laughs> oh, no. It's happening. Behold, it is I, Elden Kevin, once again, even more powerful than I've ever been before, here once again to tell you Eldritch Foundry, the ultimate power that comes from within my basement and maybe a very talented team of workers from another company, but mostly my basement where I lair and wait and hide for more power. You want Eldritch Foundry miniatures on your table? Of course you do, for they are only the finest possible. And even now, we have thought up a new powerful way to make your characters using lineages. Do you want your character to be representative of your ancestry? This is the perfect way to do so. Elden Kevin deems it so impossible with the mighty power of his fist and also <laughs> the questionable magazine subscriptions he still gets despite it being 2023. So, by all means, check out Elder's Foundry. Put in hashtag over to the chat for your chance to win a miniature. Or, if you don't want to do that, you can put D4. Is it D4 RPG? What is it? It's been a while. It's been a while for Elden Kevin. What did they put in the Discord code? D4 that's the one! So put that in for a code if you don't win tonight, because you need an Elder Trinity on your table. They're magnificent. Almost as magnificent as Elden Kevin. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, next person. Oh, God. Um, I don't know how to follow that, so I'm not going to. Cheese uh, <laughs> is going to. Yeah, hi! I'm Cheese! <laughs> and I just want to let you guys all know that I really like Idle Champions and the Forgotten Meows. <laughs> and, um, you know, real exciting news for you guys. Uh, so Mark Mirror's character from the Black Dice Society named uh, Brother Uriah Macabre. I really think it should be Meower, but that's just my personal opinion. Um, anyways, Brother Uriah is coming to the Idol Champions. And what's exciting about that is uh, he's a support and healing champ that, uh, you know, completes the Black Dice Society affiliation. And as a faithful cleric of Ezra, Brother Uriah heals nearby champions as well as increasing their damage. Um... In stressful situations, meow, he becomes possessed by the spirit of Aslan Rex. And um, while possessed, he increases the damage of Nahara and any evil to- Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being handled, mother! So anyway, 
Great job, Cheese. If you love us, support us at d4dnd.com. No. D4. Hold on. There's there's like uh, four sets we don't of know three how letters. D4dndrpg.com. Thank you. First try. There, it's everything's produced by lovely merch moms. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Go look at it if you don't believe me. And then apologize. Apologize because you know I'm right. Thank you. Without further ado, <laughs> let us immerse ourselves into the chronicles of D4. And we're back. Last time on difficult diplomatic discussions with a dictorate. Oh. The party arrived by airship to the beauty that is Evermeet, a secluded Isle of Elves said to be touched by Arvindor itself. The holy divine forest of the gods. Prince Lamoril, captain of the Sturge airship, orders all the half-elves and orc bloodlines to sequester themselves below deck before they are hailed by the elven cavalry as Evermeet is known to look unfavorably upon both. Mm-hmm. Alright, I'm done with that. <laughs> noticing, some con- uh, not- uh, noticing some contention. Vinley had to step in to try and convince Amtharm to go below deck since the old half-elven sailor had spent his entire life trying to reach Evermeet. And didn't want to stop looking upon its beauty. She eventually got him to concede by assuring him she wanted him to not just look upon the island, but step upon it, and even defile it in the most natural way possible. It's all about life, baby. Once everyone was made safe, the party met with the prince in his captain's quarters. There they discuss how they are to present themselves to the royal council and how they aim to reveal that Lamruil is the true heir to the throne by birthright and by King's Blade, a sword forged in tradition with age-old magic that only the rightful king can wield. Meanwhile, Harold works his magic to successfully remove the powerful illusion cast upon the prince in order to restore him back to his true elven Adonis figure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometime during the chaos of discussing titles and elven etiquette, Karina was messaged from the shadows to meet the Shadarkai High Priestess from Kinsholm, deep in the bowels of the ship. When met with the blighted elf, she beckoned her into the Shadowfell itself, where Karina was said to be summoned by the Raven Queen to discuss the dwarven woman's bold actions and even bolder words. That's how you get to the top, baby. <laughs> and through tenacity and pride, Karina declared her sound reasoning, which pleased the matron of raisin, uh, raisins. <laughs> Look, they're the both dark. The sun maid, if you will. The sun maid. <laughs> the exact opposite of the matron of ravens. As she was blessed with the borrowed memories from the fallen of Toril, 
With this blessing, Karina can now access knowledge and wisdom from all of those who have passed, as if the far traveler was born of this world and had many others' memories. When she returns, she crafts a skyrite spell into the sky with the elven expression of goodwill, just as the party is hailed by a cavalry of giant eagle riders and, pegasi, and a pegasi captain. However, it is Vinley's sister, Emeria, the high druid council member riding atop a rock-sized golden eagle that causes the most alarm as she meets them with extreme hostility and disdain that is primarily focused on her banished sister. It is a tense moment as Amiria interrogates Vinley aggressively about why she has purposefully disregarded her warnings to not come to Evermeet. We'll be back. <laughs> oh, those winds of Evermeet! No, it, it's just it's fierce winds <laughs> coming in. <laughs> Hashtag professionals. However, after revealing that they have lost Prince Lemuel, she begrudgingly agrees to allow them a presence before the council and the newly crowned King Durafil. After the ship is ushered into the harbor, the BFGs and the prince are walked by flanking guards through the moonstone spires of Luthalspar. The flying ship and military escort draws a lot of attention as many of the elves are filled with waves of emotion at the sight of the prince and his Natel Kassir, or non-elven entourage. They That's eventually the mean non-elven entourage. Yeah, yeah, it's the very not polite way yeah. of saying it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They eventually make their way up to the Moonstone Palace, where they present themselves before the Council of Elders and King Dorothy. When the king arrives, the party notices that the king is the only sun elf amongst a full council of moon elves, all of which were eligible for the throne. And as he sits in a throne only ever housed by moon elves, they also notice most of the council seems complacent in their displeasure, somewhat begrudgingly, yet still respectfully accepting him as their king. The empty queen's seat is then noticeably taken by Vinley's sister, Amiria, who seems to only be the head advisor to the newly crowned old mage king, as she does not wear a formal crown herself. Through some careful words, the group explains that Queen Karina and V, Khan of the Veterox, have come to return the once lost prince of Evermeet, and to warn them of the coming doom known as the Elder Eye the far realm entity that seeks to undo all of Toril. This gains them enough respect that they are considered guests of the king to stay within the palace. However, the news of both also causes enough discord amongst, uh, discord and concern amongst the council that the group is dismissed so that the council may deliberate until they are called upon for further discussions. Okay. Just before they leave, they notice Amiria save the king as she keeps him from eating uh, a passing hors d'oeuvre that contains some type of nut. But nothing more can be said as Amiria restates the king's orders that they will be their guests and that they should be taken to their private quarters at this time. 
They are then escorted out of the great hall towards a wing of the palace dedicated for outside visiting dignitaries. However, they, as they get to the end of one of the grand halls, they are separated from Lamanruil, but not before Vinley slyly takes a small clipping from his fingernail. You all now find yourselves in a lavish and opulent grand entry room that shimmers in opalescent moonstone. Grand archways curved like stylized white bark, uh, like white bark trees radiates upwards into the vaulted ceilings that Harold notices creates a perfect harmonic acoustics with a nice low hum reverb or a grand choral reverb depending on how loud you intend to be. You find six antechamber bedrooms that lead off from the main connecting common room, all of which are identical and immaculate in their own right. Each room, including the main, has an accompanying, accompanying glass-enclosed balcony. However, the narrow window panes do swivel open no more than a foot to let in a natural breeze. The guards lock you in behind two massive ornate doors after clarifying and reassuring you that you are royal guests of His Majesty King Ilanaro of House uh, Durothil. And if you should want anything, simply ask, and it and in due time shall be yours within reason. And that is where we pick up tonight's story. It is just past midday when the guards have taken note of Vinley's request for stuffed quippers, hors d'oeuvres, and refreshments. It is not long after that you are all met with a large feast of fish stuffed with a variety of flavorings created by different herbs. Cheeses, spices, spinach, tomatoes, citruses, bacons, chilies, etc. And prepared in a variety of ways. Baked, braised, buttered, sautéed, grilled, fried, and blackened all served on a wrapped large paradise leaf that fade from an ombre color of a verdant green to the warm sunset colors of yellows and reds. That's just showing off. <laughs> there is an assortment of paired vegetables, nuts, berries, fruits, as well as a myriad of wines and teas. There is even a small bowl of ten deep purple acai-like berries. Karina, you instantly recognize these as good berries. Yeah. And you know that when eaten, one berry will, will restore one HP and awful, offer nourishment to the creature for the entirety of the day. If you so not to wish, eat any of the grand buffet that is before you. I'm just going to pocket a handful. You also know that they only last a day. Yeah. So. Just in case. Yeah. But... You're left to your own devices in this grand common room with a grand feast. And each of you all have a, a bedroom plus one. Um, Are there quick? fish nope. other than quippers? Well, plus one if a group couples. <laughs> Are there any other fish besides quippers? Yes. No, because quippers is all that was requested. You see both Harold and Petunia kind of... Mm. Mm -mm. Oh, 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 do you do you want something? I could make something for you. I, I could totally make something. It, it, I mean, this this is lovely. But if, if you if you if you want food, I, I I can do food. You seem excited. If you want to do it, go for it. Okay. And I pull out the bag of bounty. Go ahead and roll that beautiful bean footage. I forgot to get my dice. I just wow. just something feels wrong about the fish that almost killed me. But in some ways, it's almost like getting revenge, right? You eat them, you won. If yeah. you poetic. show them who's higher on the evolutionary chain, the monster. I'm so sorry, Petunia. I, I completely forgot. It's okay. 
They're you probably ever, delicious. Have you ever gotten lobster at a diner? I got lobster at a vase. Oh. No. Seychelles pulls out diner lobster. Ooh, it's, a, it's, a, it's overcooked. Yeah. The butter is not. The butter uh, is separated. Yeah. 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 There's not what? a lot of flavor in it. Roll there. It tastes like it's been frozen at some point. Mm. I'm literally just imagining Lego Batman with the Lego lobster on the <laughs> plate that he shoves in the microwave. That, that's basically. And it's, def- yeah. it's definitely like large prawn size. It's not lobster size. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, while they were doing. You Batman sure this is a lobster and not like a. A mighty crawdad? <laughs> I mean, a mighty it's, crawdad. It's probably shellfish. I mean, I could. There's a shell on it. It's not a quipper, and she starts eating it. Billy's <laughs> going to refresh the telepathic bond for okay. everyone except for Bomberil this time. Harold goes, "Ooh, berries!" and pops one in his mouth. Is like that was absurdly filling. <laughs> Yeah, you, you no longer have any hunger. You actually have no thirst either. Uh, and you feel a little bit rejuvenated, kind of like you uh, just had an energy drink or a coffee. But that's it. It's pretty and good. These elves really know how to make a berry. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, hmm. Can I investigate these with, like... Arcana or nature to see who made them, if I can do that? Uh, you won't be able to tell who made them, but I you can make see sure how they are made. I want to I make sure it doesn't have a specific magical tag on it. Okay. Peanut? Nope. Twelve. <laughs> Twelve? I mean, yeah. Dang. They're good berries? I'm scared that my they're, sister, the druid, made them. Are they peanut them? good berries? I said there are nuts amongst the assortment. Are there peanuts? There are peanuts. Harold. Yeah. So would you would you like to do some heralding that is a little bit schemy? Oh, you know I, I I'm happy to serve my queen. <laughs> so you know, I'm, and she's trying her best to make like like a big wink at you, but it's clearly cartoonish. I'm very allergic to peanuts, like they shouldn't even be in the palace anywhere near me, and it would be wonderful if you would make sure that this palace is a safe place for your queen and get all peanuts removed from the palace. I will do everything I can for you. And I I will- uh... I don't trust Finley's sister. Something I about get... the peanuts. I don't trust it. Are we sure that it was peanuts, though? Yes. I'm... She said, dear, you can't have peanuts. I'm 100% positive she said peanuts. Yeah, I All right. I heard it, too. Um, I... Can we say that we can hear this conversation? Oh, yeah. Oh, me? you're yeah. all there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And Karina's just trying goes, to be quiet yeah, because she doesn't think people is, like, won't really listen. really weird. Did something, ha- like, is it a peanut allergy that she just banned the whole land, Bindley? Like, what's up with that? Most elves are actually allergic to peanuts. It's like a 60-40 ratio. I didn't know that. What do you so have you guys just banned it from, from uh, uh, the whole land? Well, peanuts are amazing. It's for the people who aren't allergic for them. Like, I'm not allergic to peanuts, and I love them. But I gotta but go talk to these guards and see about getting these peanuts removed. That would be wonderful. 
And just for clarification, the guards are not inside the room with you. Yeah, right. You are royal dignitary. Oh yeah, she's just yeah. making sure to leave it, leave the volume I'm gonna, low enough to not be like, "Hey, Harold, I think the queen's gonna kill the king." Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna scoop the peanuts up into like a bag of some variety, anything like, like nice. a bowl, and I'm going to kind of take a second to get in character, and wait, then I'm wait. gonna hustle up this. to the door, and I'm going to knock twice politely and wait. Um, yeah, you knock twice, and it's you hear an unlocking, and the door opens. Um, yes, Harold, what does your queen wish for? Um, yes, um, terribly sorry to bother you in this, in this moment, but um, we should have made it clear to you beforehand. Uh, the queen is extremely allergic, almost deathly allergic, to all of this variety of nut. I believe they're peanuts. Um, it, it, so even the smell can just send her into a fit. If it was possible, we would just very much need all of these removed from any presence she may find herself in within the cat. And I know it's a, a very tall order, but um, you know she is the queen, and I have I have to we have to do whatever we can to make sure she's safe. Well, Tamantia, it seems that an, another royal dignitary in the palace is a. F- Allergic to nuts, and uh, her herald wants us to make sure there are no nuts in all of the palace or just your room. Well, I would imagine that all of the palace would be the safest. That way, you know, it's to say we were to be brought somewhere unexpectedly, and they have uh, I, I don't know brownies. It could be a, it could be deathly serious. Even I wouldn't put brownies or peanuts and brownies. You know, your Elvish is pretty good. Almost naturally gifted, it seems. But it's still muddied with the swelling of commoner's tongue. Oh, I can't, ex- I can't exactly stand up to the scrutiny of the perfect language built by the pe- very people who built it. I'm, I'm giving you a compliment, good sir. You're, well, you're pretty good for a human. I'm deeply... He pauses for a moment at that. Reminder, you have a big flower crown created by Karina to hide your ears. I will kind of chuckle. I don't go out of my way to correct him, but I don't really comment on it. I say, ah, well, I've... I've been trained very, very precisely by everybody that has gotten me into the position that I am today. Um... In any case, do you do you believe this is a something you could field, or is this uh, are we asking too much of the of the kingdom? I can assure you that no more nuts will come into your wing, but if the lost prince asks for nuts, well, of course, yes, you must. Just as you're doing your job, I'm doing mine. So therefore, I cannot promise that all of the nuts in all of the Moonstone Palace will be removed. I do appreciate your help, though. Thank but wherever you your queen walks, her safety is our priority. It is my humble pleasure to be standing in a place such as this with people so giving. Uh, if there's anything I can do to make things easier for you, perhaps you'd like music. I have a question. Y- uh, yes. How strange your kingdom must be. You're wearing both a hat and a crown of flowers? <laughs> well, it was, um, 
a personal gift to the flowers. I, allow me to remove them, and I will set the bowl down, and I will take my hat off, and then take the crown off, and put the hat back on. Ooh. Ooh. They, they liked me at first. Let's see how they feel now. You see the original woman that was speaking to you. Her body shifts in a way that is negative. Agreed. I understand. Um, the the male who's a, a moon elf um, <clears throat> kind of just looks but doesn't stays more at like someone who's been trained dealing with dignitaries and things like that uh, I will also say the woman is a sun elf insight sure. yeah. of course she's a sun elf. The, the one who's trying Can not to react you even see them Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, he's yeah. got the door open. The doors, yeah, they're not okay. like, you know, they'll, they'll know. open. Yeah, because yeah. the room that you showed us is quite large. Oh, it is quite large. If, if you okay. if you want to get close enough to get read on, on them, you so can. Can Binley retreat to one of the private bedrooms? Of course. Mm-hmm. In this kerfuffle, yeah. she oh, just yeah. disappears. 26. 26? Um. You have learned that of the two, Moon Elves and Sun Elves, mm-hmm. Moon Elves are a little bit more forgiving. Mm-hmm. Seems more curious. Okay. This is a Queen's Herald. Yeah. Yep. The other one is like, oh. Mm-hmm. I will. I just wasted continue. my breath on this. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Is what her reaction yeah. is. Yeah. He's he's still con- engaging in conversation as uh, as you do that uh, remove that and then you were offering to play music as, as you I'm assuming you hold up yeah I'm, I'm reaching for my accordion yeah, yeah. Uh, oh oh very well uh, but I I'm curious uh, what does a herald need such a strange are those two small shields. No, 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 I'm afraid not. Uh, this is a, a, a rather new invention in the world of music, uh, the accordion. Um, a bit oh, of a no, strange surely that thing. can't be an instrument. Well, I could, I could show you if you'd like. Do you have a particular song you, uh, you prefer? I know some elven tunes. I mean, it's not unusual, but I do think that I... I could, I could listen... If you do know any of the, the elven songs... I will uh, look over in an effort to try to smooth things over with the woman. We'll be like, do you have a request, ma'am? I request that you get the song done quickly. Very well. I will do so. And I will play them my father's favorite tune, which I'm sure is very elven. Okay. Go ahead Uh, and make a performance. (laughs) If ever I needed a high roll... I was going to say... Uh, With advantage, because it's his father's favorite song? <laughs> yeah. not, if it was their favorite song, sure, but mm. it's not. Uh, I got a 24. A 24. That's good. That's it's not the best I've ever played, but it's certainly very, very good. Oh, yeah. He's a little nervous. <laughs> um, can, can I assist Harold by drumming on the table? 
Are you <laughs> to give him advantage? Like, he doesn't need advantage. Is that that's enough to impress? <laughs> okay. Twenty four is quite good. Oh no, these hells have high standards. Yeah, it could hurt if you try to help like that. They only listen to NPR. I'll even play it at a slightly higher tempo than normal in an effort to get through it quickly. Okay. Um, and as you like, listens and impressive. You truly are skilled in the musical arts. Your queen must have elevated you from uh, amusing jester and bard to that of her herald for such talent. However, it's, it's still a very strange instrument, but I guess it takes someone very skilled to play it. And you notice that he is bobbing his head absentmindedly, just kind of grooving with the music. Um, you're one away from getting her to bob too. <sighs> but Rock on. Totally cool with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, over the telepathic bond, Harold, you are doing great. Thank you. Thank you. I'm terrified over here. You got and, this. Uh, I will smile politely to both of them. Mechanically, out of thing, because he did so well. If anybody were to be doing something, as if someone said they wanted to go off somewhere else, if you were doing anything sneaky, you would have a plus five to this role currently. Work. That's a wonderful news to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But um, you can tell that, especially Seisha, you're watching them just kind of casually reading it the uh tamanthio the the male elf uh wants to continue conversing with you harold but looks over and goes uh is is that it is yeah as the other one speaks you're done yes ma'am i am uh and uh the other one uh who uh you know uh, as uh, Tamantheel uh, says kind of to you, uh, let us know if you need anything. My absolute pleasure to see both of you and I will leave you to it. Thank you very much for being my audience. Uh, and he nods uh, and uh, as he turns turns back around to take uh, you know his position back, uh, you hear him humming the tune that you just played. Love it. Awesome. I will put the accordion back on my back. I leave the peanuts with them. I shut the door. I take the flower crown and put it back on over, and then my hat over it, like, okay, tough crowd. <laughs> like, I don't say that out loud, but that is the <laughs> yeah. face Harold's making, like, wow. And then he'll come over, and he'll sit down, and kind of dust himself off, and he'll look to Karina and be like... Was it too much? Did I go too far? No, you did great. Taking off the hat was an extremely bold move, uh, but <laughs> I <laughs> applaud your gumption. I I was afraid if they found out later, they'd feel like I was lying to them. Better to just knock it out with these two right away because I'm trying to, you know, trying to make some friends here specific to us, not necessarily the whole kingdom. Are you prepared for everyone in the castle to know that fact about you within the next 30 seconds? Oh, yeah. Okay, because if there's one thing that I know from my life, it's that all the good gossip comes from the help. I'm, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. Ready to, I'm ready to Me rock agrees. and roll on that. Okay. As someone who's been helped most of my life, 
I agree. Okay. I used to hang out in the kitchens, and that's how I knew all the dirty misdeeds of my siblings. Nice. And then he will look over to you and be like, may I recommend the berries? Is you're eating the shellfish. <laughs> Her face isn't swelling, so we're fine. <laughs> yeah, so far, she's like, oh... Yeah, okay. so she's she's munching away. She's happy. She's like, I I'm not I I don't need to be full yet. Fair. I don't uh, just those are the juicy berries. Harold, they're berries meant to fill you up for the whole day. How many did you have? Three. Oh, Ooh. you're gonna be regular. <laughs> so you I also think know it's bordering on irregular at this point. <laughs> Love. And you would have seen. Um, they're, they're all about that big. Yeah. Uh, and so eating three of them is, is, is a lot. Um, not only mechanically, but they're, they're pretty big. I mean, who hasn't? There was only a bowl candies. of ten. So now there are seven left. I had taken like four. Okay. So now there are three left. <laughs> I just did it for the jump and it's going to be so much funnier. <laughs> oh my gosh. But, um, Miss Vinley, what are you doing? Hello. Um, when I go into the room, uh, I lay down the portable hole and go into it. And, oh, by the way, I took, a, like, a big platter of the quippers. Like, not all of them, just, like, a big chunk there's, of There's them. enough. Yeah. There's enough. take that down into the hole. And I look at my little friends that are all down here. I'm like, hey, I know I usually let y'all out by now, but... Um, you can't really go outside. <laughs> so here you all go. And she puts down the quippers and just stands there while they eat for a second. But uh, Do you command them to eat? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you see, like, oh yeah, you you set it down and they just... <laughs> go for it. Uh, you see skeletons it. M- mashing it as food just falls <laughs> through them. Um, oh my God. You would think that'd be gross. The zombies are worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to cast a uh, flock of familiars. Okay. And summon, uh, Safar so is already here, Ithil, which is my raven, and Mural, which is the bat. And I'm going to dismiss Mural because I don't need her right now. And I'm going to go back up out of the hole and open that window. Okay. And try and let Ithil out. Yeah, there's plenty of, like, it, imagine your Mm -hmm. electronic device in front of you. Yes. And it's swiveling open. Word. But, like, with a center post. So, like, you wouldn't be able to squeeze through, but it's, like, six inches on each side. Perfect. So I'll just slide Ithil out and give her the command to just give me where everyone is. Try your best to find where my sister is, where, do not go in the buildings, just kind of fly around for a little bit. Um, and if anyone thinks, if anyone looks at you, run away. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. And, and this I is want the her raven? To do, yes. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Good to know. If there is something that could potentially happen, okay. if we forget, just gently remind us. Absolutely. Throw something at them. Be violent. <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and your raven looks undead, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Duly noted. How undead? 
It just it it was from the fight in the vault, not the vault. Uh, under Daggerford, I picked up that bird corpse. Yeah, you've so described it before. So it's got like a broken neck, and it's missing some of its like its wing feathers. Simone okay. is just staring at it like. <laughs> Simone, get out of my room. <laughs> she tries to come in as I'm pushing Ithla. I'm like, no, what? Scary. <laughs> Ithla goes, root, and flies away. <laughs> and um, I just kind of want to get a lowdown on the layout, at least. Okay. Uh, as of right now, because it's only been maybe at most an um, hour, oh. and I'm like pushing it. Yeah. None of the council members are outside of the, the council oh, hall. I just want to make sure that I know, it, particularly if my parents are here. Okay. Um, if anything weird is happening on the grounds, because I don't want her going inside the building. Yeah, I, I understand that. But mm-hmm. uh, and if uh, anybody were to be outside, I would let you know. Yeah. Uh, people that are outside, a lot of Kingsguard. A lot. And they're yep. patrolling or moving in or moving out? Um, a lot along the the wall. I mm-hmm. forget what it's actually called in medieval words. but Apparently. Uh, and then um, there are rounds amongst the uh, uh, colonnade, arcade, and in the gardens and stuff like right. that. But um, in the gardens, it's more so open. It's not like a military training ground like Castle Waterdeep was. It's, right. Good. Yeah, I just want her to keep an eye on things. And if, like, there's a significant change in vibe, let me know. You definitely see the gargantuan eagle outside of the palace walls amongst the other mounts, winged mounts, that are nesting in the 500-foot tall trees? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 500 feet tall, 50 feet diameter. And just so people know, and you all know, I looked up what's the widest tree in the world. It's 17 and a half feet. These are 50 feet in diameter. Mm-hmm. They Good big. God. That's horrifying. I have seen a 500-year-old tree before, and I thought that was <laughs> yeah. big. The tallest is like 330 feet tall. These are 500. Oh, my God. They're also oh carved out into their own is it, like war towers. Yeah. Is it like a forest it, of them, or are they like separated far enough from each other? They are separated. Um, think of them as bigger natural columns that are a protective force for mm-hmm. the palace itself. But they does the sun showing through? Oh yes, all? yeah, yeah. For each oh, okay. tree, there is an absent like. tree in its space. So it's like fifty feet of tree, fifty feet of no tree, fifty feet of tree. Yep, continuous. Uh, as soon as I see that bird, it'll is not gonna go towards it, but like hover around that area and kind of get the lowdown on what's being kept up there and just get more information up, up there. Okay, more information up there. Um, as I uh, just recently said, mm-hmm. these are like large guard towers, war towers for the palace itself. Mm-hmm. Um, you see that there are uh, rope bridges that connect the canopies and there are um, balconies and lookouts and arrow called the arrow slit windows mm-hmm. um, carved amongst these trees and the uh, all of the mounts are perched in uh, the treetop canopy 
Um, so it looks like they could instantly descend if they needed to. Yep. Cool. All right. Perfect. I will continue to sit in this room. Mm -hmm. Uh, not in the hole because I don't really like when they eat. It's kind of gross. (laughs) Um, I'd like to go knock on Finley's door. Okay. You go and knock on Finley's bedroom. Finley? I uh, take a shot of Fade Tequila, and I'm like, go ahead. Hey, um, can I can I come in for a second? Yeah. Noted. It's not my door. <laughs> Just a little baby one. Like the... It's okay. Sipping still noted. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is going to go well. It still does things. Uh-huh. Oh, Faye. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey, um, I, I, I was wondering if you would do something for me. Of course. Um, you may... You may prefer to wait until later, because it's it's a spell, and I don't know if you feel like you need to save your spells in case of danger. You're kind of scaring me right now. Why? <laughs> you look very intense. <laughs> I feel very intense. I would imagine so. It's kind of an intense situation. What was your favorite? I was wondering if you would cast Sending for me. Yeah. Okay. It takes two seconds. Not right now. Yeah. Just write down your message and... Who am I... Gariel. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just... Yeah, just write it down and I'll send it whenever I I have a chance. I, I should have enough magic to do it tonight. If you don't, whenever it's convenient, but preferably sooner, you'll you'll understand. Okay. You okay? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to think about it to know. (laughs) Well, Seisha, I don't... That's so rude. (laughs) They're eating down there. Don't mind them. That's that's what that was. Yeah, the quippers make a very strange sound when you snap them in half. Um, no, but as I was saying, um, I don't really know how I should feel in this moment. Um, I'm back at Well, this isn't my home, but I'm back here. Mm-hmm. And so much has already changed. <laughs> yeah. Like what? I mean, new king. New queen, not queen. Queen? Is she queen? She didn't have a crown. Maybe consort? I just think she's kind of full of herself, so she sat in the chair. I I would think, but I didn't notice any reaction from anyone being shocked by her choosing to sit in the chair. That's what has me worried. (laughs) That's fair. Um, No, I think this conversation that she wishes to have at some point mm-hmm. um, will be very enlightening for me, at least. Um, she has, she said a couple things in that audience that... My sister was very mean, but she was never stupid. Mm-hmm. I would hate the idea that somehow she has grown to become stupid. Finley, what are the chances that 
she's controlled. There are chances for everything right now, as far as she is concerned. Um, I'm, I'm planning to request an audience with one of the council members. Who? Um, uh, Councilman Amir Kassar. Oh yes, he was very lovely. Um, Amakasar, sorry. Mm. Um, Amakasar. He was, um, he was curious about us and not as um, put off, I guess would be the way to put it. I'm thinking he might be someone worth talking to, to maybe align with. Good. Um, I don't notice those sort of things. I'm (laughs) glad I have you people to do that. (laughs) If, um, do you want to be there to translate? Honestly, I think Harold would be better. I know it's like two non-elves going to talk to an elf, but I don't know. I... I'm, I'm gonna he kind of scares me. I'm going to see if he speaks any of the other languages I do, but... Good. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll ask Harold. Good. I'm just going to wait here for my sister. She stares out the window that's still open. Okay. I'll leave you to it. Do you want me to tell the others you're resting? Sh- sure, sure. Okay. Have a terrible migraine. Well, I'm not going to lie for you. <laughs> I have a terrible migraine. Thanks. <laughs> I'm so sorry to hear that. Would you like some help? It's totally, coincident- <laughs> it's totally coincidental that it started after I walked in the room. It has nothing to do with Seisha having a conversation with me. Let me clarify You that. can each have berries, I, I guess. I just thought it was Seisha's perfume. Are we trying to be tactful? <laughs> oh. I hit my room. <laughs> and I go. Have you tried knocking enjoy. yourself out with a spell? I go That's enjoy true. a bath in the bathtub. Okay, make an arcana check. Mm. Welcome to Elves, baby. <laughs> Everything requires a check, baby. Uh, arcana, I think, is plus six. A bit of spell? Yes, um, so that's a 19. 19. Okay. <laughs> Takes a second, but you eventually figure out how to turn it on. Because there are... There's no, no knobs, there's no plumbing, nothing. It's just a basin one of the of crystal. One of the it's first things. It's like when you guys things. came to, uh, to where you found me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we took a while for that, too. <laughs> one of the first things you notice, though, is while you're trying to figure it out, anywhere you touch, everything is made of moonstone. Mm-hmm if it can be made from. There are certain chairs and stuff like that that can be moved around and things like that that are not, they're carved ornately from woods and um, things like that. But the tub um, is built from the ground. It is made of moonstone and you're rubbing all over that trying to find where a, maybe a secret trap switch or something. Um, But everywhere you touch, it's almost like... um, a bioluminescence, uh, a light glows and continues to glow until you rub back over it. She, she just kind of pokes it a couple times, grinning, yep. 
and then continues, <laughs> finally figures it out, and takes a luxurious bath. Uh, from that arcana check, you and figuring everything else is you realize that all of this moonstone everywhere can be turned on like like a light. All of it. As <laughs> much as you want to in your room. Like you can't, you would not be able to be like, I'm going to create a beacon by turning on right. the whole palace. Right. But you can be like, I would like my room to turn on. Got it. Okay. Um, she's going to soak in the tub and write a letter and several times crumble it up and throw it away and pull out another piece until she finishes writing in Elvish. Okay. Is anybody else doing anything? Mm. Before we get there. Oh. <laughs> While you are soaking in your tub and, and uh, writing these letters. Alone, sequestered by yourself. There's a voice that creeps into the back of your mind. Uh -uh. We are trapped here. The council must not be listening. It is time we make them listen through force. Do I recognize the voice? It's familiar. Who is it? Kill the council. So Lomeroil can help us, lead us, and the Evermeet army into battle. Against the scourge that took your mother. That took water deep. That made you feel weak and powerless. Who are you? You look down at your disrobed armor and clothes, and there's mm -hmm. a glint of silvered steel, mirrored silvered steel. Oh. We now have the power to change the tides, find the opportunity and force them to listen. Time for words is done, only action. <laughs> I'll get on that. Once again, your sword is talking to you. <laughs> Uh, I think about it. I think about it daily. Oh boy. Oh, this is gonna get awkward quick. <laughs> that sword is a hair's breadth away from being like, you won't do it. <laughs> I, I triple dog dare you. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta try a peaceful approach first. But then, no. then, push come to shove. We gotta stop them. However, it takes. Make a persuasion check. Is <laughs> she uh -oh. persuading an adamant object? <laughs> Wait, what do I... Another perception. Persuasion. Some things are sentient. You can be sentient and inanimate. Yep. Uh, 21. Okay. Peace for now. Okay. I, I promise I will beat the crap out of something and... and Murder cultists soon. Yes. Peace now. <laughs> stabs later. Yes. Peace now, stabs later. Mm. That's a t-shirt. We wait. <laughs> I'm going to go back to bathing. At dawn, we murder. I'm dirty. Do you need a bath? Stained. 
Do you like being that way? No. Okay. Have you ever heard of cleaning your blade? No. Oh, I, oh, I'll, I'll polish you later. <laughs> well, that one just about killed Ray. Clean me with the blood of your enemies. I will do that. I, I will, I will do that. And yes, yes, this will happen. When you yelled, clean me with the blood of my, my enemies, my cat, like, woke up from sleep, stretched, and went back to bed. <laughs> Sounds like a good plan. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Maybe later. So while all of that funness is happening, is anybody else doing anything? Are you, uh, are you doing anything in your rooms? You're uh, the grand room? V's just stoked about all the fancy ills and stuff. Like, all the... <laughs> You know, lush and um, what's the word? Expensive isn't it? It's not the, the word I'm looking for, but you get the vibe. Yeah, yeah. It is. My brain, my brain is not forming words, unfortunately. <laughs> right now. Geralt's, yeah, yeah. Harold's flirting with Petunia. He just turns and he's like, "So, have you been a Harold very long, then?" I mean, you've, you just seem so talented at the work. I'm not good at this. What? Come on. Just play along. It's fun. <laughs> Harold's trying to do role play. No, I'm not. Yeah, you're right. Maybe we should <laughs> Harold, it would serve you to learn to turn speaker off. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, the yeah, it would make sense that you could hear him even in your room, um, because as we said in the opening descriptors, is that the acoustics of the common room, there is either a low hum that is a very soothing reverb, or a very choir-like choral reverb as if in a grand cathedral if you yell. Um, <laughs> to boost, like to uh, boost your words. Um, so, as as Harold tries to coax <laughs> some fun role play out of out of Petunia, <laughs> she puts him in his place. Like, no, <laughs> I loved the yeah, it's been good. All right. Um, all right. Do you want to do that? Yeah, in the. <laughs> Before she was clearly like somewhat doing something before he decided to try this, she was like going through her spell book and then finally goes back to it and uh, opens up to legend lore. Um, because I wanted to learn a little things about maybe Evermeet or another subject anyone else might consider worth looking into, considering everyone can hear me. Sounds cool. I don't. I like that look on Devin's face. Yeah. <laughs> any any requests? Any 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 requests? Anyone? 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 Um, anyone? Yes. Yes. Is there is there who phrasing? Um, I'm thinking. Asking about the reputations of the council members. Would that be something? Oh no, legend lore can't do that because that's a person. Yep. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, it's more so person, place can, or object. Yeah, but but it's it's not it's, specific. You literally get the lore of that person. Yeah. Get the lore 
of Benley's sister. If you're okay with that, Finley. Oh, yeah, sure. She hates quippers. I will remind you that legend lore only works on things that are legendary in its lore. I mean, she's the high druid of Evermate. I'm not saying she doesn't have any merits. Okay. But if you're looking for any fine detail that might give you an upper hand, Mm -hmm. it probably isn't in the legend lore because that wouldn't be legendary. Got it. Okay. Would the history of... Would the history of the palace be something? Yes, specifically if there are any hidden passages. Oh, that's a good idea. I mean, this place has to be legendary, right? It's beautiful. Yeah. The passages may not be, though. Unless you think there's anything else I can And there's no guarantee that you're going to get specifics like that. Yeah. Like, it just, you literally are going to get the Wikipedia page for this palace. That's a big page. (laughs) Um, What about, um... They're scrambling over there. How? Oh, oh, mm, Wikipedia no. page. <laughs> it's the Forgotten Realms wiki page. Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> I guess it would fall into the purview of the of the actual palace, but I was thinking about the throne itself. Hmm. I think it would just fall within the palace. Probably. I think we get more out of the palace. I'm trying to think if there's. We saw so many incredible places on the way here, but I don't think any of them are like pertinent to us yet. Because I don't think I could do. Hmm. I don't think I could cast it on the the lineage because that's not quite how royalty works here, if I understand mm-hmm. correctly. Mm-hmm. Well, it was, the and then they had no members of the royal family left. Could you cast it on the peerage and just look through the the history? Yeah, the history of the noble titles? It, it can only be a person, a place, or an object. Yeah. Uh, Seems like the palace might be the closest thing we can get. Unless we want to go with one specific person. What about the Mythal crystal we're looking for? Mythal? Oh! the right one? Mythal is the spell Mythalar is Mythalar crystal. Mythalar crystal? Yeah. Okay. If there's a That's Mythalar crystal on Evermeet. Any one. objections? No. I don't know how much you'll get from that. Mm. Mm. Well, we already know the backstory of how it was made and why. Right. That's true. Yeah. I'm thinking more of where. We don't know anything about the palace, really, outside of, like, yeah. I, I think that you can, this, this is the first time you've been in the palace, too, Vinley, right? Is that right? It has. So we are all palace. in the dark on that one. Let's, let's do the palace, then. Okay. And she will cast yes. legend lore over the... Palace. Palace, the Moonstone Palace. Um, Okay, so I'm going to go through a couple of things and then we'll get you some cool little notes and details. The first thing you see is 300 families, 300 elven bloodlines. That's a lot given their life range. Yes. And you all see them stepping forward. You see sun elves, moon elves... Green elves, sea elves. Mostly sun elves and moon elves. Yep. And from that 300, you see them all gather together as they all step forward and claim 
moon blades. And one by one, you watch them all disintegrate down to a fraction of their numbers. You watch bloodlines end, names completely erased from the histories of elven lore as they are returned to Arvindor. You watch these blades that have been touched and disintegrate lose all magical prowess as fewer and fewer and fewer of them exist. You see many sun elves aim for the throne as more and more, despite watching bloodline after bloodline be ended, continue to go forward and you start to see that only moon elves are the ones that seem to consistently wield these blades. And you see that some of them, if they are not worthy, they do not disintegrate. But the blade loses its magic still. There is one blade in the end that is held by who you know to be King Zaur, Moonflower. And that is the King's Blade. After all of those bloodlines, there is only 13? 13 Moonblades left and one King's Blade of the 300 that were originally forged. Voss have one of those? Voss had a moon touched blade, which okay, is a, make a distinction. A minor one that is granted toward to either high military personnel or specifically high priests of Sahanin Moonbow. That's where we found it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like I'm gonna have to pay penance for that later. Maybe. Um from those you see okay um from those you see a palace being grown um as the families come together in honor of the moonflowers doing a a high elven magic mythal creating and birthing literally all of luthal spar from moonstone itself um you see that it is imbued with many, many magics. You know that all spells cast within the throne room and royal chambers are automatically counterspelled at ninth level. Even oh. healing spells. Only wish can negate this. Throne or room get and past it. Hmm? Throne room and... The, uh, the throne room or the audience chamber or any uh, or the king and queen's royal chamber. Mm. You said uh, all spells are counterspelled? Mm-hmm. Every single one. What okay. about blade do you have up that you walk into the room with? Like if you had bless on... It is not any magic field. Is that my life story? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's not an anti-magic field. It's just a counterspell. Yep, just a yep. automatic it, counterspell. Does it, does negate. It, the one that turns into animals, that helps. Does it render magic items inert within Not in any magic field. It oh. is, yep. If you were to cast a spell, it would be countered. Got it. Got it. 
Magic items are also not affected because it is not mm-hmm. an anti-magic field. You learn that astral projection, teleport, plane shift, word of recall, dimension door, misty step, gate, and any other teleportation spells cast for these reasons simply fail everywhere. As do the effects of banishments on creatures to another plane of existence. So it's plane lockdown. It has a dimensional lock. Well, this uh, this this spell is already worth its weight. Um, yeah. These restrictions apply to racial abilities, magic items, and artifacts that have these properties to transport or banish creatures to other planes as well. Magic that allows transit into the border ethereal, such as the spell etherealness, is the only exception to this rule. However, this does not allow you to pass through solid walls and floors made of moonstone, Mm. as you would typically be able to move through with etherealness. But you can, if you had the spell, you could go into the ethereal plane and maybe converse or see something different. Um, Magic that summons creatures or objects from other planes functions normally in the palace, as does magic that involves an extra-dimensional space such as your portable hole. Any spells cast within an extra-dimensional space um, are subject to the same restrictions as magic cast in the palace. So you can't go into your portable hole and start teleporting. And then, and then, yeah, start teleporting. Um, spells can't destroy or alter the shape of the palace's magically protected ceilings, pillars, columns, walls, and floors. For example, the earthquake spell would not trigger a ceiling to collapse or create fissures in the palace. Furnishings not made of moonstone are not protected from this. All main doors, meaning the one to the common room but not to the one to each individual bedroom, is under an arcane lock. Oh, okay. That makes sense. You have dealt with arcane locks before. You know that they can be broken with expert lock picking and or B&Es, but <laughs> it's really hard. I don't have a negative dex modifier anymore, so that's good. Congrats. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, oh, I got, I got, I got, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's different. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Oh, also, the gardens are blessed by the Seldarine themselves. Love that. Yep. Yep. So no matter the season, no matter the weather, they will endure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's what you get on the palace. Excellent. So she spends, like, the next, like, however many minutes it takes, just, like, furiously writing all this down. <laughs> and then she finally gets to the like, Oh, that's lovely. The gardens are blessed by the Seldarines. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and all of this. Oh. Oh, and I'll show everybody else what she wrote. I, I took very bad notes, but I took them quickly. Um, I saw something in chat. Because you know this. You did notice that they were doing message. There might be other privileges to uh, people of royal seating. 
could say, be. I don't know how legend lore could counterspell back at me, so. You're not in the yeah. royal chambers, but when you were in the royal yeah. chambers, the, yeah. them speaking. Yeah, the council members were casting message to each other. But Yes, yeah. yes, you are. You're right. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Good. Thank you for the distinction. Mm-hmm. It's probably those pendants that they wear. Could be something. Because you said magic items still work, mm-hmm. right? Yes. There are earrings of message. Is that it for question for Bentley. Oh. oh, of course, yeah. Okay. Uh, I believe that's all for what you were going to do, Petunia, as for right now. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, I'm just going to go over. Vent, you're in your room, right? <laughs> just knock on the door. Come in. Um, hey. Hello. Come in and close the door behind me. How are you? I'm all right. Um feels kind of weird acting like my mom because I fucking hate her. Um, I had kind of an uncomfortable question, but I, uh, but I have a plan. Okay. Part of a plan. Um, <laughs> are your parents still alive? Of course. Are you sure about that? I mean, I haven't spoken to them since I've been banished, but they were... You've been gone a long time. And your sister's kind of a bitch. But they always loved her. They were all very nice to each other. But she loves power more. I'm just... Can you talk to people across great distances? Yes. Can you just check on them for me? You're worried about my parents? Yes. Okay. You know, frankly, Karina, I hadn't considered even thinking of their well-being. Why do I care? Why should I? Because if they're dead, your sister probably has a much bigger upper hand than we realize. And we should probably be prepared. Okay. Um, I'll check on them. If they don't answer, I have my own ways of checking on them. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Um, I'll... I'll leave you to it. And <laughs> I'm going to awkwardly leave the room. And Vinley just sits there wringing her hands for a second, smiling to herself when Karina leaves. The moment the door closes, the smile drops. All right, then. I guess we'll do this. I'm going to cast Sending. Okay to Amra Galanodel. Mm-hmm. Mother, I have come back to Evermeet. I'm checking on you for your safety to make sure you are okay. Vinley. And then I'll wait. You received no reply. However... 
You haven't received a reply from Lamruil either, but you specifically told him not to reply. You've re sent sendings to your sister. I never considered the stack <laughs> of sendings of like, <laughs> sorry, they're busy. <laughs> you just have it on hold. Yeah, I just have a call on hold. <laughs> um, and you have sent sendings to your sister and other people, and it took them a while to respond. Over the telepathic bond. I did it. <laughs> for everyone else that's out of context, yeah. for Karina. <laughs> uh, did what? Do you need Did me? what? It, it's a thing. Don't worry about it. All in telepathic bond. Do you want me to do my thing? Or are you... Or did it go okay? It went actually pretty great. Okay. Just, um... Oh, not one. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Nat one on a deception to everyone. <laughs> okay. Um, th thanks for letting me know. I'm going to, as Vinley's described her parents before, I want to try and see if I can see potentially the final moments of either of Vinley's parents. As I imagine, if I can't see anything, then they're still alive. Neat. <laughs> Neat using this blessing in a way that is not intended. <laughs> no, no, no. The D and D conundrum. Mm. They love it when we do that. Uh, I do, I do. Uh, with the caveat that I, we always say that this is really cool. We'll allow it to work this way, this time, and possibly time. future times, as long as it's not abused. Oh yeah. I will require a, a roll. Yes. Um. I'm gonna say Plus. go ahead and roll a d20 and add your uh, uh, wisdom modifier. Yeah. Wisdom. <clears throat> yep, and you would need guidance for this, not bless. That's it, bless. All right, guidance. Just FYI, because it's an ability roll. Uh, no, that's an 11. An 11 total? Well, luckily for you, I have two parents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 wow. We can say that one was for the mom. That one was for the mom. two parents. That uh, was pretty nice. Mom. I can we'll check for the dad. We'll allow one more, and Rule then two? that'll be it. Rule of two. Rule of two. Wow. <laughs> Everything oh. in her face. Yes. 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 <laughs> you shut your brain. Don't look like you don't know what he's thinking. You feel a chill wind. Mm -hmm. It's dark. You hear a druidic chant around you. Um, you being a druid. I actually understand it. Oh, shit. It's a funeral rite. 
Wait, so I'm standing there hearing a funeral? Mm-hmm. Okay. Am I standing or am or am I laying on the fire? <laughs> you are You are sitting. Okay, okay. I was making sure it's not a chant around me. No. That means you that would mean that you are still alive in this moment. Yeah. You're yeah. currently a living person. You never know. <laughs> at this time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And because you know seer. in order to pull this memory, the mm-hmm. person you're pulling from must also mm-hmm. be fallen. What is so it's a druidic funeral chant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you see who the funeral was for? <laughs> not I'm not going to push my luck with her. <laughs> <laughs> and there is a full moon. You can see that in the center of the circle, in one of the the druid groves, is a pyre. And there is a body laid upon it. Wreathed in a nice lace, but you can tell it is a natural lace. One that looks similar to the way... (laughs) 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 But but that, but like floral, ivy, things like that. Moss. and it looks feminine in figure. You can feel the tears wet on your cheeks. Um, in the chant, you can feel the ebb and flow, the energy of nature around you, almost as if you are communing with the plants and the trees themselves. You can feel the earth, you can feel the wind, you can feel the water from your eyes. And you can feel the pain beginning to grow in your heart as it grows in everyone else's. And with the end of the chant comes this thundering boom of fire as the pyre is lit ablaze. And you get up you all begin to dance in honor of a fallen high druid arch druid not the high druid a fallen arch druid and you hear name said amongst the cries of all of those in this grove where is it what is your mother Anaria what is your mother's Amira Amra Amra Amra. as Amra Galanodo 
has left this mortal plane and is ascending her way into the heavens of Arvindor. Oh no. Is that it for the vision? Eventually, at the end of this funeral rite that lasts almost all night long, continues until the last ember goes out. You're walking back, assumedly home, and you hear a voice behind you speak your name. Sounds muddied. through your ears. I apologize. Nasir. You hear in the muddied word Nasir. It's it's almost like and you turn around. Eyes piercing the darkness. as you watch one of the trees themselves almost separate and split open. But it doesn't split open like a tree stride. Almost like if you were to peel back lichen and you see the strings of its inner workings away. And you see this face almost skeletal, bone-thin, but with patches of fungal growths growing on it as it just reaches out. Go ahead and make a perception check for me. Um, in the glints of possibly your last moments or at least the end of this vision you see something opalescent glowing in the chest of this creature's ribcage almost like a heart Raya's custom. And he leans out as you take a step back as this creature arms and body both skeletal thin but seem to be made of both lichen and bark itself, fingers long and sharp. It just raises a finger and points. Die. And with that single word, everything goes dark. Make a wisdom saving throw. Okay, one second. Oh, oh no, Karina, no. Oh, Vinley, no. Oh, this is so sad. 
Get your cup ready, Dustin. Fuck. Wisdom saving throw? Yes, please. You got this. You wise. It's a nat one for a ten. No! No! <laughs> Wait, would my would my guidance add to that? Am I within ten feet of you? Be honest, uh, where were you when you doing this? I left Venley's room, closed the door, and went back to where the food was. And just like sat down to do it because she didn't know what to expect. Where are you in this moment? Because the uh, last time we left once you... Once I was done bathing, I would have gone back to the common area. It's y'all's call. Roll me a percentile. I mean, it's we'll a see. natural one. Yeah. What about if I gave her my nine? Okay. It's, It'd give her a plus yeah. three. But. Uh, then You could give her your nine, Petunia, absolutely. It would not be a natural one. So it wouldn't have... I mean, you wouldn't be as... You probably wouldn't have as much... Like of a consequence, I imagine, because I imagine it's probably gonna be a bad consequence. Okay. I'd oh, I say... also didn't roll wheel and woe today. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All good. Oh. That's wheel. Um, so I can add a d6 to my yep. roll. So, Petunia, you, you, you can absolutely give her this nine in this moment, because, you know. And if it, you are doing that, it's go ahead and roll a percentile. I'll say there's a 50-50 chance if you get above 50. You're there. Otherwise, you're still getting out of the bath. Or you, yeah. the room is large enough that you're not, that you're not within 10 feet, which is also probably What if it's 50 exactly? 51 and above, you um, are there. 14. All right. Okay. You were there, but it's just too far away. So, so it's the 9 plus whatever your wisdom save is. Cause that that would be 18. Take it. 18? And I'm going to take a wheel just to be safe. Okay. Yep. Woo! 23. 23. That is way better. Yeah! Yeah! Way better. Yeah! <laughs> Oh, fucking. Yeah. Uh-huh. Can I just try to help you, Bestie? I love Damn. you so much. <laughs> and with that, you are shunted back, in, like almost like not like stumbling back as your. Yeah, the, she sat down to yeah, do it. As, as the vision of that memory just hits you, as whatever this, like as this word is spoken, you felt your heart stop for a breath. For those to know what Did was you just ate two the berries too. Hmm. You just had that look like you ate two berries. Karina, are you okay? No. Hey, what's what's wrong? Karina, what's wrong? I I can't talk about it right now. Okay. Okay. Um, that's fine. I'm worried about Venley. Yeah. I think we all are. No, yeah. I'm I'm really worried about Venley. Why? Just everything? I think her sister's worse than we thought. I think everything's worse than we thought. Much worse. Um should we go get Venley? No, not yet. I'm Can I get ready. you some wine? No, thank you. Water? No, thank you. I think I'm gonna throw up. Okay. And she's gonna run to the bathroom and throw up. <laughs> Wait, when you when you need to make it go <laughs> down, hit it on the right hand side. <laughs> I missed. <laughs> I'll be right there. Yep. Uh, there's no, just so you know, there's no, like, plumbing. 
It, yeah, no, she walked in, saw nothing, and just yeah, threw up on the ground. Yeah, and it's instantly prestidigitated away. Oh, never mind, it's fine. Because elves. Okay. <laughs> Why would you not? Yep. This is great for when I spill everything. Harold's going to look over to Seisha and V with this, and Petunia with this kind of look like, okay, so I'm not, I'm not like, wrong in saying that was pretty sudden, right? Yeah. So that was, um, weird. I, will be honest, I, uh, is there something going on that I don't know about? I think there's something going on that none of us know about, and I think maybe Karina, Karina get, when Karina has a strong feeling about something, it's almost always right. Yeah, that's fair. So maybe it's a druid thing? Let's just keep an eye on both of them over the telepathic bond. And I'm I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Wait, is this in the group or just to Vinley? Yeah, everybody. It's a it's it's a group chat. Uh, Vinley doesn't say anything. Karina, what's gonna happen to Vinley? I don't know. careful much careful than we were being before as uh, Karina says that in the private room Vinley is finishing the bottle of fake tequila okay okay um you are granted the haste ability as everything around you slows down like very obviously you could watch uh savard's flaps of their her wings very slowly um almost as suspended in animation and the world around you ever since you took the sip Mm -hmm. has been vibrant with colors the iridescence and opalescence that radiates off of the moonstone that you saw the sun cascading over Luthalspar create this like prismatic like haze, right? Is now nothing but an intense vision. And you see quite a few things. As you were sitting by the window, just watching the courtyard. Just inside the palace walls, protected by the legion of gold elf warriors and the massive redwoods beyond them, you start to see whimsical creatures. A small swarm of fairly large bees, roughly the size of a large grape. They're fuzzy with a long shag of golden yellow and black. You notice it has a strange, fluffy, fat, wide tail that flattens with a stretched membrane between its fore and hind legs to help it glide, resting its wings from carrying its weight. It looks like a cross between a sugar glider and a bumblebee as it, as it lands to <laughs> it collect the... It was a real gasp. <laughs> as it lands to collect the pollen and nectar from one of the exotic 
flowers growing in the garden. Mm. All of a sudden, one of the four-starred petal flowers snaps close around the small bee-like creature, revealing it to be a vibrantly green bird whose feathers look like leaves and the twisted ends of vines. It swallows hard before opening its quadrisecting beak and settling without movement once again. As you continue to look out, you see grass-furred ferrets, a wet, tarsier-looking creature with a dripping fungus for a hat. It looks wet all the time. I love him. And, like, shakes like a chihuahua. You see something that is a visual mixture between a feline and barn owl. And more. And because you drank the whole bottle, and we'll give you this without having to make the perception check. At first you see what you think is a mouse, or a small rodent, before you see the small bundle of brush and fur has glass gem eyes, and two tiny horns that protrude from the top of its featureless face. Its tiny little arms and legs only make it look more adorable. You're probably going to kill me. You can make a nature or arcana check if you so wish. I'm going to go with arcana. It is I, Lucifer the Dark One. (laughs) (laughs) Dirty 20. Dirty 20. This is a fake creature known as a chewinga. Just says, hey, my name's Piedra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for my son, you seen him. Have you seen my son, Kevin? I think he stole my karaoke machine. Uh, Do I know specifically to communicate? Oh, uh, hold on. Okay. Specifically, this is a hornlet chewinga. Oh. Most of the time, you know chewinga to be elemental creatures. This one is Feyborn. And it is a mischievous sprite creature that is said to cause deja vu. Some say it's because of time manipulation. Some say it's because of illusion magics. And some say the fey creature can see the future itself and whispers thoughts into your mind telepathically, trying to warn us of something. Hello, friend. But no one knows what it is for sure. And as you're looking at it, it eventually locks eyes with you. Hello, I say in Sylvan. Uh, and it is a good distance of way. And it's out in the garden. Um. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and and I wave down. It just looks at you, and you see it. His head kind of moves, the, and the it's fur, like, shimmies. But it's more like, is it fur? Is it a little ball of hay? Is it just that. lint? Yeah. And you mm-hmm. blink, and now it's sitting on the window seal, oh. right in front of you, just looking up at you. Hello? It just, it's head tilts, and then... It does not seem to speak anything. 
and can I hold out my finger as if to like shake hands? Uh, and it holds out a tiny little hand with four fingers and just touches you and you feel an arcane fey wild magic surge course through you and then all of a sudden it's you blink and it's gone you blink and it's back with the thing and you touch its finger once again and you feel that wave once again and then you blink and it's gone and you are under the ninth level foresight spell for one minute Yep. Uh, 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 I wanna. I wanna. I wanna. <laughs> do you do you know? Do you know what that gives you? I don't. Okay. Okay. So. What the fuck? Yep. So you have advantage on all attack rolls, ability well, checks, and saving throws. The creature is bestowed with a limited ability to see into the immediate future, and to you, it feels like deja vu. The immediate future, I want, um, oh, I, uh. But you have, uh, you can't be surprised. Okay. You have advantage on attack rolls, ability checks, and saving throws, and other creatures have disadvantage on attack rolls against you for this duration. Typically, the spell lasts eight hours. Mm-hmm. You get it for one minute. Work. Because that's how deja vu works. Yes. Uh, you get a minute of being super fast and seeing the future. <laughs> so, uh, super fast and being able to see the future, um, Vinley's going to scan the courtyard with that sense of deja vu and try and find a satyr or a nymph or an intelligent fae. Like, one that can actively, like, speak okay. and Okay, got it. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check. You have advantage. This is like my favorite episode of Futurama where Fry drinks a hundred cups of coffee in a day. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking of the same thing. Literally my favorite episode. Uh, I, I was thinking of Over the Hedge. Yes. Um, uh, that is a 28. 28. Um, in the garden that is blessed by the Seldarine who are touched by the Feywild itself. But to them, known as Fairy. But not Fairy. So, Fairy. Fairy. Um you see a, a shrub just kind of move before horns stick out of it. And at first you're like, that's a bigger one. And then a satyr kind of gets out and then a nest of pixies kind of <laughs> flutter away. I'm going to shout out in Sylvan. Hey! <laughs> uh, startles like a goat. Ah! <laughs> Uh, how far away? Just the Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> He's like animals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, He's done. <laughs> hundreds of feet away from me, you said, mm-hmm. from the tower to the thing. Yeah. I'm going to cast sending. Okay. Um, could you yes. deliver a message for me to as many people as you can? Deliver mm. it to. I have incredibly interesting instruments. My name is (laughs) That's 25. Okay. Okay. 
So anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> <laughs> um, May I offer you a good berry in this trying <laughs> times? <laughs> it's a massive good berry. Uh, it's a white one. It's weird. It has a yellow core. Um, <laughs> Come on. He's just coming out of a couch, <laughs> oiled up. Oh, that's <laughs> the most disturbing <laughs> image I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a satyr. You, it, like, stops and, like, tilts its head. It doesn't respond, but it looks at you. And you get <laughs> a reply. Oh. I've never been more thankful for knowing Sylvan in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> what are you willing to bargain? Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. We were, we were. Abandoned ship. Joel, you stepped into it now. Um, and sorry, again. sorry, what are you willing to bargain? <laughs> And again, time is just like massively slowed around you, but this is happening in like uh, uh, turn based rounds. The message is important enough. Name your price. Roll a D100. Uh, Jesus. Uh, 19. I read it backwards at first and went 91. That was a high number. This is the pit fiend all over again. Mm. No. <laughs> Fae creatures I know. This is fun now. Oh, God. Da- Danny Demino? No. <laughs> Demon? No. Danny Camaro. No. Whenever you are in the presence of holy water, this is not conveyed to you. It's just this feeling. It is. Phase deal with emotions. Mm-hmm. So this is an emotion you feel. As this creature was seen in the gardens, blessed by the Seldarine itself. What was Anytime you see holy water, you must drink yourself to extreme fill. Work. I'm a holy And woman. that means if you're in the gardens, those are blessed by the Seldarine. Uh-oh. You're about to just... But I, I have an innate understanding of like, wow, that water looks so good. Yes. Yes. But, but it's not it's not like you're not like, I must get to that right now and drink it. It's just like you're there. Oh, I am so thirsty. And that is like the most quenching looking... Like, that pretty water. Yep. Fucking chocolate fountain burn. Like, <laughs> That is one feeling you get. Uh The juxtaposition feeling you also have is your elven etiquette telling you that would be the worst thing for you to do. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So, like, I'm like, ah, ooh, oh. And no. uh, the epitome of intrusive mm-hmm. thoughts. Yeah. Uh, I'm just thinking about when the king lifts his goblet to his mouth. Don't worry, he doesn't drink holy water. Um, I'm doing a baptism. You today. get the you get the sense that <laughs> waiting on that message. Spread to as many people as possible. 
the rightful heir to the Evermethian throne has returned and any good-natured fay should come and welcome him. Tight. Just kicking you, off that war. There, there's Hell like yeah. a moment where Hell yeah. he stops, or he's, he's listening, and then this mischievous grin just spreads across his face. Yes! And he oh, just, I live for bad face shit. Just <laughs> smiles and just takes off. And Even then, in your the slow down time, like this thing, the only thing you think would be quicker would be a quick link. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think as she notices that everything comes back to her of what is actually happening on the other side of the door and the haste falls yep. from her as she collapses to the ground. Got it. Um, All right. Because her brain just went through like uh-huh. 800 different things in five seconds. <laughs> I would like to do this. Yep. Mm, okay. Okay. So I'm assuming you're sending a paper bird? Um, I am. Mm. Do we have any more? That's the or, question. Or are you giving it to the guards to, to give to? If I have a paper bird, I'm going to send it by paper bird because okay. privacy's good. Um,. If I don't, then I'll give it to the guard. Okay. I have one left for what it's worth. Yep. I got three. Word. So, yes. Okay. I am using a paper bird. Thank okay, you, cool. though. Uh, for the audience, could you please read the note aloud? Yes. Um, uh, all right. Honored Counselor Amakasir, I am hoping to speak to a member of the Council of Evermeet to explain the situation with the planar intrusion of the elder evil known as the Mother of Monsters, who is the herald for the arrival of one known as the Elder Eye. I realize language may be a barrier. I can speak the common tongue, the language of dragons, or the speech of the Celestials. If none of these are mutual languages, I can arrange a translator from our party. I appreciate your consideration of this request. May the sun and moon rise to meet you. Lore Seeker Seisha Valisbard. As you send that paper bird (coughs) off, it whisks away through one of the uh, turned panes. That's where we're going to take a break. Work! Thank you. And then a ballista shoots it out of the sky. (laughs) Damn it! Giant eagle! It's a lunch. Wow. Wow. Y'all ever just have an idea in a game and you think this might be cool and then you regret it real hard? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just a vibe. Are y'all tired after giving us all that lore? Uh, we actually had uh, DM notes, hey, this is how the palace works, and then we had the backlog of information of the, the history of the, the Moonblades, and I was like, yeah, nice. that sounds good. <gasps> nice. But uh, thank you all so much. Um, stick around uh, for the intermission video. Uh, a little video will play, uh, kind of uh, explaining a little bit about uh, our rebranding. Um, Watch it till after the logo. <laughs> and... Uh, We'll be back in about 20 minutes or so. Uh, if you haven't done so already, please enter hashtag Eldritch for your chance to enter to win an Eldritch Foundry uh, miniature. And uh, apologies for the Idol Champions peeps out there. We know that there are some issues with the code. Uh, the wonderful peeps at uh, Idol Champions are working away on it, but it is it unfortunately great. out of our hands. It, it was Rhea's fault. Mm-hmm. So, but we'll be back soon. Yeah. See you then. Hey everyone, I'm Dustin. And I'm Devin. We're the co-DMs of D4. We have a big new announcement that is happening for the D4 community as well as the TTRPG community as a whole. 
That's right, you might see some changes in the space that you frequent here as we move forward in rebranding ourselves. The main change is the company name, and we're moving forward with Elder Eye Entertainment. And with that name change comes a brand new logo, and we are so excited to unveil our new logo designed by our good friend Jeffrey N. Baker, who also designed our D4 logo. With this change comes some name changes on Twitch, YouTube, and all of our socials. You may also see several stuff uh, on new socials, such as TikTok, uh, which we plan to do some of your favorite moments and our favorite moments as highlights from our favorite shows. And even though we are rebranding to Elder Eye Entertainment, we'll still have D4 every Sunday with the same crew, the same cast, the same silly shenanigans that brings you both tears from laughing and crying. Yes. Uh, we will still have our Discord and Patreon for our dedicated fans of the show, so don't fear that all of that's going to go away because it's not. It's staying here for you because we love you as our fans. There just might be more things in the future. Speaking of future, we have an amazing team and crew that have allowed us to build ourselves up beyond just a Sunday TTRPG live actual play show. Yeah, we're moving into becoming an actual full production studio, uh, which means that we need to represent ourselves as such, but that also means more content for you to enjoy. And with that new content, it's going to allow us to push ourselves and push that uh, brand of what you think an actual play is further into being more uh, immersive, both visually and audibly, uh, in a more cinematic style. We also have plans to provide more content just beyond the TTRPG experience, so stay tuned for those announcements in the future as well. We want to thank you already for your years of support, and know that it is now appreciated more than ever. We have some really awesome and amazing content coming up in the future, but we need your help building the brand more so than ever, so more people can enjoy the same things you do. Not everyone will see this video, so we need your help spreading the information and the enthusiasm for the brand, the D4 show, highlight clips, and all of our future shows to come. Keep your eyes glued to our social media posts and be on the lookout for any new announcements there and before our games on Sundays. Remember, be excellent to each other. And keep watching. It looks like you're still enjoying it. Oh, 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 oh. Keep going, keep going. Read to, wait till you read what happens next. Welcome. It's been a very eventful first half, but we're going to move right into the second half. Not at all. It's been <laughs> yeah. I got drunk, so... You, you uh, dropped the face. Uh, so, Seisha, you just sent a paper bird mm -hmm. uh, out the window to the council member. Mm -hmm. um, and... Uh, Finley saw some things in the Fey Wild, made some Fey deals. Uh, Kareem One. saw some things in the past and is not doing okay. Yep. Went to a Archdruid funeral. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, times, but that, that is sent off. And a murder. <clears throat> <laughs> yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Partook yeah. in a murder yeah. um, as the victim. Huh? I said it could have been self-defense. It could have been. And then Harold is trying to make friends with the guards. And V is loving the opulence. <laughs> v is finally sleeping in a bed worthy of her. It's too small. Uh, Petunia True. is it's probably small, still writing down. She probably the, is, honestly. <laughs> the amount of, of lore and uh, Nobody arcane. Nobody talked to me. Nobody talked to me. <laughs> 
<laughs> the amount of arcane lore uh, and um, magic that is uh, imbued into the palace itself. Your thesis on this. But, as... Can, I was just going to say, Sasha is just pacing the room. Like, chewing on a fingernail. Um, at this current time, you start to notice time passes by. Although you're allowed almost anything that you request, the room starts to feel a little less than accommodating. It's not oppressive or restrictive in any overt way, but despite the formalities, you realize that you cannot leave this room unless you are summoned. It's our gilded cage. (coughs) And And thus, the walls start to feel like a very ornate prison. So, <clears throat> Karina, I'm assuming, eventually comes out of the bathroom. Yes. Uh, yeah, she, she had come out of the bathroom and was drawing <clears throat> just kind of to herself, not not showing anything to anyone. She's just <coughs> waiting on Venley and trying to figure out if she should talk to Venley or go to Venley's room or leave her alone completely right now. If we've got a moment of quiet, Harold's going to bug Petunia. And I know you said not to mess with you right now. I know you're writing. Can I borrow, can I borrow a page, like a blank page? Here you go. Oh, thank you. Okay. And I'm going to draw a tic-tac-toe board and put an X in one of the corners and just slide it under the door on his side to the <laughs> guard's side and just, and like... I just casually sit, stand, sit by the door and just wait. Opposing bottom corner. Like, not diagonally, but same weight, bottom corner. Ah, I see you've played before. <laughs> <laughs> and, and absolutely just slides back and forth. But Absolutely. And that's what Harold's doing. Roll a d20. It's just tic-tac-toe games with the guards. Uh-oh. Roll a d20. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't. You better crit. Just, just. You the grid game. The grid game. Yeah. You, make oh yeah. Grid. Make the dots. Ooh. Is it dots? Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Any any drawn game. If we get bored of tic tac toe, I just write a new one. Fourteen. Natural Hangman. twenty. What's that? Natural, Natural 20. twenty. Oh, Harold's like. They're unbelievable. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. How is it? He might even hear on the other side of the door in case, like, oh, like yeah. this. I, I'd Just say I'd like, say you, eventually like he'll slide back the dots game and it's literally like mm-hmm. think graph paper and there's a dot and then you make another dot and the for everybody who makes a square you put your initial in mm-hmm. and then I love it. Uh, Harold will also pay attention to see if the Sun Elves ever attempts a game. It is never specified as to who is passing the game. Yep. I love it. Awesome. Okay, that's how Harold's just spending the time. Just kind of like... That's adorable. Yeah, they're bored. He's not bored per se, but he's like, you know what? It, I would, it would suck to just be standing at a door with a bunch of people you don't know, so this is the best I can do. Uh, I will say, out of the myriad of games, let's say out of ten, two of them are a different <laughs> handwriting. 
I was about to okay. say, does it like uh, change? Can I also play like, some more music for them while I'm waiting at the door, just like in between the, the rounds? Uh, uh, I will play another Elven tune. Do I know any? I don't know any Sun Elves. He, Dabble. You know yeah, you one. Dabble. Dabble? Yeah. Yep. Does is there a particular song he likes? Because I know um, he plays. Music. He never plays traditional Elvish music. What okay. he plays is his own songs and they are they're tragedies yeah they're up they sound upbeat but there's there's one there's one traditional elvish song that he performed at our bar that was written about me i will ask petunia petunia i I know you said not to bother you while you're writing (laughs) (laughs) i i i know you said that and i know that every time you say that i tend to bother you more than tradition uh, anyway, it's okay, dear. Uh, do you know any like traditional elven songs that maybe sun elves might like? Can I make a history roll? Go ahead. Yay! It's going it. to be extremely difficult. This I'm is... sure it is, but I'm I'm pretty okay at it. Thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty. Okay at it. Here's. Here's what you get. You do not get a song from Evermeet because yeah. sure, yeah. You get a song from Myth Draner. Yep. Yep. Which okay. is and she kind of like sort of like very timidly tries to hum the tune out for you, and she's not she's not terrible. She can carry a tune, but she's not like you know worthy of the opera. But he will try to like match your tune, and as you correct him and stuff, he kind of gets like, okay, I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I will go back to the door when it's my turn again. I'll I'll groan as I realize I've lost again. And then I will fill it back out and I'll send it back over. And then I'll make my performance check. Do so at advantage. <sighs> Thank you, love. You're welcome. Uh, 28. 28. Pretty okay. Not better than possible. Not better than possible. No. <laughs> <laughs> Now you hear what goes on while we're <laughs> muted over here. Um, there we go. Uh, noted. Nothing happens at this moment. That's fair. Um, Soft weeping. <laughs> there's. You notice that the when the game started. Uh, your your the moon elf the, your friend, or the one that you're becoming friends with, uh, was the one that first started the game, and then there were two games that was a different uh, ledger, and that's when you started playing songs. Like oh I got them both, and as soon as you started playing the songs, it stopped, until you played the Myth Draner song. I owe you one. Awesome. All right, and that's that's what I'm doing. I, I really appreciate it. That's and if y'all could not, it doesn't have to be anytime soon. I just want to know how to spell his name so I know how to pronounce it correctly. Okay. Because I, I don't want to fuck it up. <laughs> I will send you the first part because that's all you know right now. <clears throat> uh, all right. At uh, some point, mm-hmm. uh, Vinley's door opens. Uh, nothing comes out but a bottle of wine and a glass pick up off the table and start drifting towards the room. <laughs> I, I use 
uncensored. No, no, no. <laughs> Amazing. Just watch it pass. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, so and good. it gets halfway there, and then it stops, and then the cup goes onto the ground, and the bottle of wine continues. I'll pace over, pick up the cup, put it back <laughs> on the table. All right. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so a good amount of time passes after Seisha, you sent the letter to the council member, mm-hmm. Lysanthir Amakisar. Almost to the point that you believe he may not show up. You, but there's a time, Harold, where you're playing one of your games back and forth, and then it stops. You don't get, it doesn't return after you send it. Um, And you can hear... Muffled, very muffled, unable to discern what is said. Sure. Of a third voice. Uh, Harold will stand back up from the door, put his accordion away, walk over to the table, and be like, "Hey, I, uh, I think we got company." And I will sit. I think we got company, and I will sit next to Karina. And the door opens, and in walks the older, silver-haired council member. Um. And then you can see that there is a fourth figure outside who is, like, as the door opens and closes, you can see another elven figure, but this one, a very old elf. Hair almost stark white with age, but stands wearing green metallic full plate. Um, that you can kind of get a glimpse of uh, as the door closes, as they turn their back and stand, uh, almost center the door in between the other two guards. And you, like, immediately your passive insight picks up, like, the two guards who have... Even even this, the, uh, the Sun Elf female has started to, you know, get a little lax with you guys. They are at attention, not moving, not, like, complete attention. Uh, but uh, the door closes and the council member uh, stand, uh, enters. As soon as he enters, I stand. Okay. Uh, I will too. What is everybody doing? Um, I will take a few steps forward, bow, mm-hmm. and say, Counselor Amakasir, thank you for joining us. He holds up a hand. So you can see that his clothes carry the weight of commerce. They look well-worn and slightly dirtied, at least compared to everyone else in the palace, who look perfectly pristine at all times. He dusts himself off at a, as a wash of magic brushes over him, seemingly to mend and clean his clothes to a more presentable fashion. <clears throat> he uh, nods to the guards as the doors close. Um, but you see that they entered with him. And now this is the only time 
that they're standing inside your common room. Okay. They do not move forward, flanking mm -hmm. him. They just stay at the door. Um, will, in, instead of the two of them enter, that one individual enters. Okay. Uh, instead of stopping, he actually sta steps in with him. The doors close, and you now see this... Super old elf? Older elf. I mean, not like... Not like like wrinkled and yeah. like crippled but like but he looks old yeah very very yeah. but i mean i mean just ah, weathered he looks weathered got it okay. um and he, i think the first thing that well <clears throat> there is an ornate blade that petunia you would instantly recognize as a moon blade at his hip Ooh. okay um <clears throat> and, but st just stands there, just watching, very stern look over. You can see long hair kind of just pulled back, uh, the kind of brushed behind uh, two very long ears. Okay. Uh, he's moon open. Got it. Uh, the second to join is, um, uh, oh my god, I forgot his name now, Tamantheel. But you see that he is like overly rigid, kind of more so like in an uncomfortable way where you can, if you were reading his thoughts, it'd be like going over, like make sure you're standing this way, make sure that you address this. It's like. It's like me when I was standing in front of V's dad. Yes, exactly. There's, there's a presence to either the council member or this weathered warrior. Mm -hmm. Yep, and you you watch as this elven knight looks each and every one of you up and down measuring you just waiting for you for them to or waiting to see if anything happens but is just eyes on you. Okay. Okay. Just uh, out of, where is it? Do I have that yet? Oh, hang on, I may not have it. Nope, I don't have it. Never mind. Okay. I'm pretty. Uh, Lysanthir. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. Lys approaches formally and waits at the center in, uh, entrance of the room. He stands stoically until both V and Karina are there before he gives a solemn, low, elven genuflection worthy and suitable for showing you both honor and respect. Welcome. He gestures towards the table that still has some food on it. Despite the time it's been, it still looks, smells, and if you were to eat it, tastes as if it was just made. But before si uh, sitting, he begins speaking. Your Majesty of the Star Mounts in the High Forest, protector of the prime material plane, the unbreakable heart Khan, Viomiliana Vedarak, and Your Majesty, Queen of the Swirling Marble, Queen of Antoven, and ruler of the Apollo people, Queen Karina Larova, I am Lysanthir. Lord of House Amakisar, Council of Commerce, Foreign Relations, and Collector of Knowledge, and occasional practitioner of the Summer Jester's Courtship. It is my honor to be in your presence, 
Please sit so that I may join you. And if... What language? He is speaking Elvish. Okay. Um, uh, in your uh, letter, mm-hmm. right, you mentioned of having a translator, correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, he expects someone to translate. Okay. I, I look over at Harold. Um, he will repeat it in common. Okay, you can do that. Foreign mm-hmm. relations. Mm-hmm. And then he will say the same thing, but in common. We may speak the common tongue, as I see not everyone here uh, speaks Elvish. Thank, Thank you. you. That's most appropriate. Oh, of course. Uh, if two people would like to roll religion on something <gasps> very subtle. Wait, so I, I think Petunia wanted to. <laughs> oh, me, me, me. <laughs> I see a little hand over there raising. Uh... <gasps> yeah, I only, 30! <laughs> I only got a plus two on that. So. Mm. You got a higher one than me. Go for it. So, I do? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I only have a plus one. <coughs> she just loves Lord. 19. Okay. Petunia? It was a 30. Thir- 30. Okay. Um, well, the DC was 18, and typically, <laughs> typically the, the religion rolls are low DCs that increase, but because this was very subtle of him, yep. it started at 18, and that's all there is. It was subtle, but the summer jester was a coy way of referring to Edavan uh, Elysia. The Fae Jester of the Summer Court. Mm. He is an intermediate god within the Seldarine Pantheon who is known for being a trickster god that enjoys revelry and mischief. Known to some as the Chameleon, as he is a shapeshifter that enjoys taking on many forms. However, his mischief is always intended as harmless trouble and silly pranks. Although sometimes... It doesn't. Prince get out of hand. <laughs> Some people dislike his followers, called Quicksilvers and Mischief Makers, because they are often heavily silver-tongued, wild, and unpredictable. That sounds like no one I know. I will clarify, this is not the elven god of revelry and mm-hmm. art. Yep. Le- uh, Levelus, I believe. No, that was time. Anyways, not the Herald family god. Yes. Petunia, Petunia kind of thinks to herself, wow, in another life, that seems really familiar. Huh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, as he sits, as he sits, he pours a heavy glass of Evermead, a multiple century aged elven mead made only in Evermead. However, Harold and V. You have had it before once or twice on very special occasions in Waterdeep. Yet somehow, if you partake, this tastes even more decadent as he offers some to you all. And for those that taste its toothsome nectar, it is a sweet drink flavored with a swirl of cherry honey, vanilla beans, and rose petals. Mm. Did he bring this bottle in with him? He did. I would like to... I don't want to drink it. That's Um, fine. He's not forcing you to drink it, but you see he pours and drinks. I don't drink it. Okay. I will. 
I will. Yeah, yeah, me and yeah. are probably like, yo. And I'm yeah. a halfling. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you a stout halfling, even better. Yeah, I am. Uh, who is not? <clears throat> you're still I'm in not the room. Yeah, any. so I'm not, not in there. Not, okay, you're, you're not just there. not even in the room. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Copy that. Um, as um, uh, as he drinks, and whoever wants to drink drinks, he continues. Delicious, is it not? Oh my god, it's wonderful! It's absolutely fantastic. It's only made here on Evermeet by some of the most disciplined clerics and monks that devote themselves to the craft. It takes no less than 500 years to make the simplest forms of this. And what you are tasting is well over 12 centuries old. Petunia tries not to spit it out in shock. And like... <laughs> some taste... Oh! Or some compare the simple Evermead's taste to a honeysuckle breeze. But this... This is to taste the upper plains themselves. Legitimately as close to the nectar of gods you will get before you shove off this mortal coil. I could die happy. I will... Sip it and turn to Karina and nod as if giving her the approval to have some. Uh, and then I will turn and I will say, we are most honored by your gift. Thank you. And I'll just kind of to Harold like, oh no, that's fine. You enjoy to your heart's content. I am pleased you think so. Thank you, my queen. And he will absolutely enjoy to his heart. <laughs> Now that I have shared something of my kingdom, I ask that you each share a note from yours, if you will indulge me. As he pointedly looks towards the royalty in the room. And Karina being autistic, what does he mean by note? Like, can she gleam? Uh, Like a trinket or a uh, factoid? Um, uh, Like, he he seems like kind of just almost like picking up in your body language a bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Story or or something that you wish to share. Uh, Anything of of your choice. Whether it be a trinket or a story or or what have you. It does not have to be tangible. How about a, a tad of both? I'm going to pull out a two inch tall piece of marble. Uh, one of the unpolished, rough-hewn, like okay, just straight, a chunk. straight out the rock. Raw ore. Yeah, raw ore. That was the word. Um, that is from my people's mountain. That is for you. You are to keep oh, it. I it's, take it this is the swirling marble of your name. It is indeed. Not uh, title sake, I guess, is what the yeah. proper term would be of, of your title. I guess would be, is it, that you it would is say? indeed yeah. the blues and purples that you see there are naturally occurring in the mountain. Uh, We mine it, my people, and distribute it in some of the finest, most exclusive jewelry. I am a well-traveled elf, probably one of the most uh, here in Evermeet. I have never seen a stone of its like here. Where on Toril is it? Deep within the mountains. Which mountains? There are many mountain ranges. If you don't mind me asking. I will, I will say, think f- for the, the safety of my people, problems. 
We only speak of our kingdom's name, not the mountains we reside within. He smiles. I think I might know a thing or two about that. Such an, ex- <laughs> such an exclusive item, you understand. We want to avoid pillagers and raiders. I, you're speaking my language. Mm-hmm. I'm just studying him. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to get a, a feel for whether he's being genuine, whether he's... Make an insight check. Okay. Uh, and then he'll look to you, V. Uh, insight. Yes. 31. Okay. <laughs> you got the impossible DC. Um, I'll say, so he is being genuine, we should not but it's not like free. Like, it's almost like you can, you can see that yeah. he's giving and taking. Mm-hmm. So he is offering information, but he's, he's trying to, but he, you can tell by his body language is that, that double, double talk mm-hmm. that merchants tend to, to, to use to learn, not necessarily their mark, but yeah. what can I glean from you to sell you that I know you're going to buy from me? Yeah. Nothing seems to be an outright lie. Right. There may be omissions of truth mm-hmm. or twists of truth, embellishments, much like a bard does. Right. Yep. It's just um, got that salesman stank yeah. on it. <laughs> at, at some point, if he glances my way, um, I would just like to subtly... I, I imagine there's some sort of like hand signal for do you speak thieves can't. Okay. Okay. Neat. We'll get back to you. Okay. Go ahead and make a slide of hand check for me. But while that's happening, V, uh, he looks to you and says, uh, uh, your conness? Uh, con is fine. <laughs> Uh, or V, un- actually, that works too. V, uh, well, if, if you wish to be uh, informal, it is. It is. Uh, I will gladly respect uh, what well, you Well, typically wish. my people will call me my con, and but I'm not your con. You are not, which is why, uh, you know, as so. your, you know, her <laughs> majesty here, which is a queen, but you're a con, so I wasn't sure if it was majesty or if it was... That's all uh, right. But how about, how about Unbreakable Heart? Sure. Why uh, not? What, um, what of your kingdom, your tribe? Tell me about, um, tell me about your people. Okay, um, so, uh, we are a, uh, very proud people, um, up on the, uh, the Star Mounts, and we kind of took over the role of sort of, like, protecting um, all of the planes of existence, is, uh, cause we are, can like travel via like portal dimensions and stuff. Is it, and is it all planes or just this plane? I don't, it's, it's, it's this one. I, at a game, I am unsure on how astral planes work. <laughs> that's fine. Really <laughs> and that's okay. Like, if, like, that's like Katie is unsure of how planes okay, of existence yeah, work. Yeah, it's okay if V also doesn't understand because she was kind of okay. thrust into this role. And All right, yeah. So um, from from her understanding, you know, uh, we have access to a serious amount of planes via portals 
and we go in and make sure everything's all good and that people aren't leaking over into each other's planes of existences and um you know help protect forest and you know all of the people and the I have heard stories, nearby uh... forested areas and, and that kind of thing um yeah he, uh, he'll, I have heard stories of the Veterocs and uh, defending uh, from all sorts of planes. Uh, but uh, is your herald also from the Star Mounts? I was unaware of halflings residing on the mountain, but I, I it's been some time since I have made my way to uh, the Sword Coast and, and Faerun. My herald in particular is from Waterdeep. And um, so I had uh, some... Oh, God. We stumbled into each other. Oh, I didn't yes. mean to I'll talk over you. I apologize, Your Majesty. That's right, okay. right. When you were in the audience chamber, I heard mention of Waterdeep. Who all here yes. is from there? Yes. Not originally, but... I, I had some, uh, there, there was some uh, uh, por portal leak stuff happening in Waterdeep, then which I had like business to, like I, I went to, I had to stay there for an extended amount of time to make sure uh, everything was good. And I um, ran, I, I, Petunia was very highly recommended to me as a guide for the city. I've been all around. Mm-hmm. So, and so uh, we just took to each other so well, I had to have her with me. Is, and here we are. Is he giving off, oh, this is total <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> or does he seem to be Oh, you're it? with your 31? Yeah. He's... He is allowing it to happen. He knows there are falsehoods in there, okay. but she has spent a lot of time in Waterdeep. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, what noble doesn't embellish their story? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It does not seem to affect. He doesn't. He That's doesn't, what I was looking for. Yeah, he doesn't even acknowledge that. Okay. Uh, he goes. Do you know if uh, I don't even know if so long ago if. Uh, there was this human that, his name is Mert. Do you know if he's still <laughs> kicking around? Mert. We are both from Waterdeep. Oh, that's both... wonderful. I lost touch with him when the twin worlds became one again. Oh, I really did truly enjoy his jokes. Oh, Vulgar and ridiculous. I'm sure he'd be happy to hear from you again. Oh, that would be wonderful. You know, my favorite. Was the tale of the twin brothers who grew up to be strong and mighty warriors who fought for justice, valor, and virtue, and to undo the wicked. It is said that both were invincible from when their mother dipped them into the river Styx itself after birth, as she held them from the only weak point in their bodies, but death would inevitably be their foil. The thing is, Achilles is the only one I one remembered for his tra tragedy and his death, but no one has since been seen or heard of Bofides. Bofides nuts. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Harold, 
Even Karina is <laughs> uncontrollably laughing, like wheezing. I'm not even gonna make a composure roll for that. All the tension Karina's been holding since that vision is coming out mm. in like uncomfortably loud and uncontrollable laughter. You see that Tamantheal <laughs> breaks as he. Harold. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> Harold clearly, like, if he has, like, eight insight or above, he can tell that Harold knew where the punchline was going. It was just um, about- <clears throat> uh, I, I think you're my favorite person in this place. Um, I will say that, Seisha, your passive perception um, would pick up the uh, older knight standing in the center as soon as uh, Tomantheal... Uh, Kind of last to the punchline. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. No, he does not when the, break when whatsoever. Okay. Like stay stern. I snap to him, and that's and, what. And he immediately goes like that, and mm-hmm. then his eyes go back to the conversation. Uh, Lysanthier <laughs> continues. I apologize. I apologize for my crass humor. Uh, <laughs> I hope you forgive me for telling it in such a dignified company. However, I can tell that you're familiar with. Oh, sorry, Lord. remind me later to tell you about the mind goblins. Oh, oh, I, I very much want to hear that. But if I'm, <laughs> if I'm honest, I do hope to go see the old wolf soon. But that, He's a wolf? Nobody told me that. Wolf, walrus, one of the two. The latter. <laughs> but now that I'm uh, a part of the royal council, I doubt I'll be able to get out anytime soon. But your letter, and, and from what, I don't remember exactly what you were saying, but something about Waterdeep, but how is the City of Splendors? I... Not well. The City of Splendors was host to the arrival of one of the Elder Evils. And as you go into telling him whether it is... The only thing we will ask is, what do you leave out, if anything? That Lara has been killed. Okay. Yeah, for sure that. Yeah. Cool, cool. But uh, you have <laughs> mention of Laurel Silverhand mm-hmm. and all of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. That Awesome. Uh, you mentioned that Vajra is in a coma? No. Okay. Okay. Because I don't know if I know that. Do I know that? Yeah, you were in the book. She was uh, passed out when a Silverhand brought her. Uh, I believe in the myriad of sendings that we just kind of like ran through. Like, okay, this is the information you get. She has come to. I, I, no, I. Oh, okay. Then yeah, no, I yes. don't say anything Silly. about it. Um, but as you're telling him all of this, you see his joyful demeanor fall away into despair. He sits lower and more slouched in his chair. And he gulps down his glass rather than sipping it, something you do not do with something so fine. He apathetically sets it back on the table, uncaring as it topples over and rolls away towards one of the plates covered in food. I wonder why Laurel has not reached out. Unless she's trying to reach Lady Moonflower, which would explain why we haven't heard anything. Councilman. Matter, my family and I are only elves on the island dedicated enough to care. Even then, it's only because of the mischievous revelry we would get up to when we were younger. You know. Councilman. 
Lady Silverhand personally. I do. I don't doubt if I would I'm be a... the only one to shed a genuine tear for the people and places lost. He looks towards you, Harold. If I may ask and be so bold as to, did you perhaps go on adventures with these people? I did not. I... I am... I've always been a master of commerce and trade, and uh, I have... I've been to the City of Splendors many times. Uh, in fact, um, I was well acquainted with Kelvin Blackstaff and tend to make myself known to the Open Lord. I believe Pierre Geron was after Pierre Geron. It's been so long, but... You might avoid the new Open Lord. Manchun is now Open Lord of the city. You see a confused uh, furrow of his brow as another one arches in your direction. And this is where, even though I do understand more than others of non-Evermethan politics, I do not understand that. But I'm not here to question that. May I ask a bold question of you? Of course, Your Majesty. You're so well-traveled and know of so much of the world and yet you've taken this position in in an isolated culture but you also don't seem too overjoyed for what makes you choose to be in such a position because if not me then who do you my duty is to ever meet and its people and it always has been Before that, it was to my queen, and I'm here because of her. Mm. Understandable. Thank you for clearing that up. And our deepest respect. Lamruil was one of my closest friends. Who you think took him on his adventures? (laughs) How he got from here to there. And you can see that even though he's reminiscing and was enjoying talking about the revelry that he had when he speaks of Evermeet, it is not a sadness or like, I feel chained. It feels like an honor and Mm -hmm. a duty, Mm -hmm. even if it means giving up something. Sacrifices must be made. Mm -hmm. Councilman, I have a... I guess advisor now. (laughs) There's a small chuckle from the other room. (laughs) Advisor, if that is what you prefer. You can call me Lysanthia. Thank you, Lysanthia. Do you see her? I, um... At least behind closed doors. Absolutely. I have concerns 
every body of government we have encountered since all of this started has been corrupted by the Elder Eye. Infiltrated, if you will. My concern is that people who hunger for power fall sway to his promises very easily. Evermeet is not unknown to those who seek power. Mm -hmm. We have a very lush history of it. I will take your words and your warnings and I will do what I can to convince my peers that it is a threat worth looking into. But Evermeet is as old as Toro. And this wouldn't be the first time we would be faced with such things. Have you ever heard mutterings of the cult of the Elder Eye? Can't say that I have. But cults come and go. Especially when you've lived as long as, well, when you live as long as we do. They rise, they fall, they rise again as something different. <laughs> I wish not to speak for others here, but that is why we need Evermeet's help so greatly. You have a history beyond what any other nation has. You have wisdom beyond what any other nation has. And you have faced many of these threats more often than anybody else has. You have direct. If it were up to me, you'd have it. But I am not the one you need to convince. That I understand. Is... You brought home the Lost Prince and spoke of apocalypses just after we announced our new king. We waited for a hundred years for him to return. Sudden changes such as discussing rightful heirs to a throne after three days is not in the realm of how we elves conduct ourselves. Everything we do is done with careful measure and time because we are allowed this luxury. We did attempt to contact a member of the council Unfortunately, that um, connection is complicated. Our warnings were immediately disregarded due to petty personal life grievances. The delay of our message rests solely on the responsibility of the person who failed to deliver our messages. Damn. <laughs> That's that Karina bluntness I love. <laughs> I do apologize that you're receiving it so late. Be careful speaking so bluntly. I'm aware. Because if their ears, if their ears do hear, they can seek satisfaction. I will be the one to have it if they do. 
man. Harold is in your telepathic thoughts in the group going, you get it, Karina! <laughs> He's like stone-faced sitting at the table, but in your mind, you fucking get that shit! Uh, you uh, see with those words, he um, is, he respects it, yeah. but it's sad she, to hear. Yeah, but, she's also, she's not saying it in an intentionally shitty way, she is saying it with a solemnness. And so he will continue... We have shown hospitality. You have indeed, except the, for one. It is not that. You have been shown hospitality. You are guests of the king. Yes, I merely Be speak mindful of... of what you say about who, as that could be seen as breaking hospitality. I understand. Where I rule... Guests are treated with hospitality upon arrival. We were met with hostility, despite a personal connection with the person who met us. So please understand that as we sit before you, we do so fighting against a tide of personal pride and arrogance. We are here because we want to be here. We are here because we are choosing to help and we wish to help. Your hospitality is, in, of course, deeply appreciated. I don't want to see Evermeet fall to a horrific evil that wants to consume this world as I've seen it consume others, all because somebody has a sibling rivalry. I grant you honorary bard status. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am guessing you are speaking of Ameria. Know this. She is well suited for her position. A remarkable archdruid that tamed Karask Athil, or Helkite in the common tongue. Hellkite is the rock-sized eagle that no other could even approach, let alone attempt to claim as a mount. She has always excelled in everything I have seen her put her mind to. However, I believe that this is because she fears failure to the point she doesn't know who she truly is as an individual, from a lifetime of trying to please others by chasing perfection. Or maybe like she is trying to make up for something in her past that she feels responsible for not being strong enough to overcome or stop. That being said, since y'all's arrival, I can say I've never seen her act so brashly to the point of letting her typical perfect decorum falter. That is what I am speaking of. But even then, I would say it is Anahare Aroth that you should be aware of. I will, take what, I will take whatever warnings you wish to give. The seasoned elf steeples his fingers over his mouth and whispers a message that only you all can hear as he strategically points them all in a direction so that's all facing towards you. And with mouth covered and whispered tongue, he says, House Oroth was only tolerated by the former queen, 
Their skills, wisdom, and services to the kingdom were valued, but despite their love and respect, the queen knew they did not see her as the true authority of Evermeet. This dissension is rumored to be because their devotion to certain things has bred them to believe they should have been the house upon the throne. Of all of the council, they seem to be the most irritated at House Dorothil taking the throne. Even though unanimous decision, or even through unanimous decision. Would I be able to gleam if that's a moon elf name or a sun elf name? Uh, you know that that was one of She's the council elf. members. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only member of the former council. Just making sure sun or moon since there's some conflict yeah, it's moon. that way. He, he's okay. moon, she's moon. Okay. Okay. Yep. okay, okay, okay. So the person we should look out for is a moon elf from a family that... Named Anahare. Yeah, that wasn't queen. cool with the queen. Correct. Okay. Was cool, like respected her, yeah, and, but, and, like, but, but behind closed yeah, doors like, was like, like... That's not my queen. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that I grabbed all the appropriate optics of yeah. that. But... I do not wish to overstay my welcome, and I have many other council duties to attend to, but I cannot thank you enough for at least allowing me a little bit of revelry. Perhaps Listen, I'll come and visit another time if I'm able. Listen, Thea, before like you that. go, um, if I could, I would, I would like to give you a small gift, an unconventional gift. If if you would will it. He'd... And I will get up from the table, I will bow slightly to Karina, I will walk into my room. Oh my I god! Will turn with an otter. No! <laughs> this guy's my kind of guy, one. and we're gonna make friends with these people whether they like it or not. <laughs> and I will <laughs> I will show it of course first to his guard who is clearly a discerning scary gentleman yeah you actually see like as you step up and you're like I'm gonna give you this gift has stepped up directly behind the council right room. I will offer it to him first so that he can <laughs> survey to see that the otter is legit and uh, <laughs> holds the otter and the otter says where do otters come from? Otter space. <laughs> I have found that in my darkest times, that otter has gotten me through many a sad moment. I don't think you're in dark times as of now, but it's served its time with me over the course of the past few months, and I have a tendency when I meet individuals that I like and respect to pass on my gifts onto others, and I feel like Somehow, when I look at you, Lysanthir, I feel a kinship. <laughs> and I think that perhaps this otter would be better served in your hands going forward. Uh, and uh, only you pick this up. But as the otter says the, the pun, the <laughs> joke, uh, and... Uh, he says, under his breath, in Elvish. Yeah. But just kinda, you he's laughing. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> laughing. And just under his breath, he's just like... Some elves as well. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, not sun, 
Some. Some. <laughs> I will uh, offer it out to him and may it serve you well. Um, and you watch as the knight steps forward and takes it and inspects it. Yep. My Cynthia, um, I hope you do find time to come back and speak more. As do I. And if there is anything that we can do to assist, just let us know. Of course. I will do what I can. And, uh, happy waiting. It could be a while. It's a beautiful cage, though. We'll find ways to make our time entertaining. Um, is, is there any possibility that I could meet one of the Pegasi? Let's see how your meeting with the king goes. Then you can start asking favors. So, but this has been a pleasure. It's been an honor to be by your company, your majesties. Uh, and he'll give a polite bow. And he looks to the older elf and uh yes i know i'm going uh Tamanthiel, uh looks up oh and he he opens the door and uh, gives a, a deep bow to the council member as um council member leaves first followed by the the seasoned elf you see and the, the the heavily armored elf just looks at Tomanthil as he's leaving and just gives him just this piercing stare uh, and he's just like like get just snaps to attention and is you know uh, it just gets back in his post and does not move and will um, as the two uh, will walk away Binley mm-hmm. at some point <coughs> you sent out oh yes a an undead familiar oh no and it was out for a while <laughs> yep <coughs> so um <laughs> excited <laughs> at some point name of your new creature, Ithel. Ithel returns and like pecks at you. It can speak. Okay. Yeah. Because it, it's a it's a crow. It has mimicry. <laughs> so um, I've been talking to it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you got to do the voice. Class. Uh, it's. Um, trying to think of words that the, the, the crow would know. Um, basically, um, yeah. Oh, wait. Leaders. Leaders, conversation, garden, two. 
two cards. Two. Leaders. Conversation. Garden. Secret. Who? Oh, um. Oh, here. And I'm going to reach out and pull uh, a memory out of its head using encode thoughts. Okay. Um, of the conversation it overheard. Awesome. It, and it literally says, yep, and, and that's great. Love it. Uh, T-W-O. I think it's T-O-O. Also guarded. Did not say guarded. Mm-mm. It said garden. Oh, garden. Garden. Oh. garden. Um... Not that one, not that one. Yes. So, Hotharol uh, and uh, Anahare mm-hmm. are having a conversation. And Anahare speaks first. I tie it around my finger and it absorbs. Yep. Ah, he is old and frail. In a mere form of flint of the axe-wielding high mage he once was. I doubt he'd be able to lift it again. Sahanin's light has already begun to wax from crescents in his eyes. His reign will end soon, that is true. Perhaps that leads away for young Lamoril to take over in his stead. Lamoril, still fawning over his human wife. Think of the half-breeds that would have they would have bore. The shame and dishonor it would bring upon the people of Evermeet to see their king willingly doom his bloodline to mortality in defiance of Corallin's grace and blessing of immortality. She is gone. Give her the respect she earned here and in her death for Evermeet. If the once prince heard you, he could seek satisfaction. We must focus on the true peril that holds our land. Perhaps its plague is caused by the absence of a moonflower, and we have just been given salvation in his return. You will be looking for a queen or king companion if the time comes. She sits gloatingly in that seat without it even being earned. Remember why he was chosen. Despite our feelings of a sun elf on the throne, you would think after so many bloodlines lost to the Moonblades, we would not dare such a thing. But desperate times demand bold choices. Yes, I know. He is High Mage, and she is second because she is High Druid. It was also her that came to the council with direct word from the Seldarine about our calamity. And now we have Natel Kassir warning is, is off from that, from beyond the stars. Hopefully the king and Amiria can fix what has happened in um, Amla Ruhil's absence. And then... You're, the, that's when the memory mm-hmm. ends. You did wonderfully, Ethel. And she <laughs> dissipates into the end of the spell. Yep, because it, it lasts an hour? Mm-hmm. Yep. So that would be the very end of the hour. I relay that information over the telepathic bond. Um, Very matter-of-factly. Every detail of it. Interesting. I don't understand. You, You would have to 
Harold would have to have been stopped in the middle of him running over to Karina and like almost like a corner man to a boxer, like grabbing her by the shoulders and like like rubbing them and like just he is He's like just like you killed it in there and you were killing it. That was oh, that's good information. Karina, you are killing it in there. Like, oh my god, you sure you want a queen your whole life? You are killing it, you are queen. Yah slay, all that stuff. <laughs> I'm just you acting like my mother. It seems to be going well. You are doing a damn good job. Damn thank, good job. Thank oh. you. Yeah, and the telepathic bond beats like, you're doing so much better than me. Thank you. I'm so glad you're here. I don't know what I would have done if you not here. This is not my thing. Korea's like, just, that's okay. You know, you're kind of that up. intimidating, strong, silent type, and I'm the fiery little one. Like, we're a really good team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're I just need to, like, not acting. be asked more detailed questions about anything about me. You, you okay, said so you'd get back what does to this me mean exactly, Finley, for you having more of a clear picture of what's going on? Uh, what did you get on your sleight of hand? Uh, sleight of hand was a 16 or 17, okay, I think. 16. Okay, um, Gives you a wink at some point during the conversation. Cool, That's all. okay. Yep, acknowledges that he too may also speak thieves can't. Awesome. Uh, and then, Harold, you just said something? I was saying, uh, Vinley, can you give me some, like, more, like, further context on what exactly that conversation's, like, about? Yeah, like, I I don't understand. I, I'm still new uh, to I, politics. I got the gist, but I don't have the particulars. Those are two, um, councils. On, uh, two elves on the council, and... Um, one of them is the one we were warned about. Yes. That gives me context. Thank you. Okay. And they both seem to be pretty on the fence about who they're going to back. So is, what, what are the choices? Lamruel or the king that's on the throne. I will clarify and say that... They were going to wait for the current king to die. One of them posts... <laughs> One of them posed that as the option. Mm. Yes. Uh-huh. They were talking about uh-huh. possibilities and potential outcomes of what is going to happen, which means the council is divided as of current, and you just had a meeting with, I assume, two of them or one? One. One. That's three of them. Oh, That's when we were. Quickly sounding like a majority. No, when we were in the room, mm. none of them seemed real happy about him being on the throne. None of them did. So, but there's a difference between not liking the current king and wanting Lamruel. Mm-hmm. But clarification with that, the information that you've gathered so far, mm-hmm. is there is already a threat in yeah. Evermeet, and the hasted decision, as you are correct, yeah, the original decision was to be made by the end of the year. It didn't have a specific date, Mm -hmm. but this is a well month before the end of the year, Mm -hmm. and elves take their time Mm -hmm. in making decisions. A little soon. Which is really weird, because they rushed it. They were probably pressured into it because there was a threat killing elves, and they needed a king to unite them. And wasn't it Amiria that told them about the threat? Exactly. Amiria was, was the one that told about the threat and he was elected because he is high mage. Is that about the time that I told her that Illitron was still alive? If it was rushed, yeah. 
when I started sending her sendings on the boat? Uh, because there was a month in between, possibly. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can't confirm nor deny, and mm-hmm. that's not because I'm not trying to be coy. I legitimately can't yeah. tell you the dates <laughs> if Word. they line up specific. But it sounds about right. <laughs> hmm. So she's taking your information and spinning a bit of a yarn about it. I probably handed her the throne myself by telling her. She said the Seldarine told her. (laughs) As if they talked to her. I just want to throw out, and obviously, I say this with all respect to the history that you two have. If there was some sort of way for you two to kind of mend, we would have another out. I... I think that's going to fall more on Amiria than Benly. Um, no, I, I think they both pretty hate, hate each other pretty pretty well. I, I suppose I don't really understand the context, although I understand I'm also not entitled to that information. The, Is there Benly, anything we could do to help? Benly, do you know what these are? And I'm going to show her a sketch of the tree spore monster thing. I'm going to come out of the room. Oh yeah, okay. I'm like at the yeah. door like Benly. <laughs> I open the door and and you're showing me a picture of that thing. The monster, just the monster, no other context. <laughs> I do oh no! That, yes. Harold's gonna walk over and what look over it? that picture at well, if, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. And he's gonna peek at it, and you see him kind of she has sort of and tighten a little bit. Pictures. And he will sh- look over to Vinley to see if she's thinking the same thing he's thinking. That's Illitron. Yep. Or at least something that looks exactly like him. Where did you find that? I think it's probably better done in private. That's not an offense to anyone else. No, No, I... This is just something... Venli deserves to be the one to share the information. I agree. Completely. And as if... Interrupting this conversation, the door opens once again as the guards enter with the third older elven knight behind them as he speaks loudly and clearly. Valenthriel Galanodo, you have been summoned by High Druid Amaria Galanodo. I suggest you come peacefully. And I start walking towards the door. Um, Seisha kind of moves to try to catch Venley's eye. Over the telepathic bond, just real quick, aware that the group is going to hear it, but in a way where only Venley could make it out. Venley, that thing is what I apologized for. You know what I mean. Her hands go down. Um, As you walk forward, the female sun elf guard steps up. I'm sorry to do this. And they slip. Uh, And you see there's like silver ribbons with like blue silk arcane um, elven It's not, it doesn't do this. It's It's one on on each wrist. What is this? Bindings over each hand as you watch them cinch down on their own. They are not tight. They're just But press against your wrist enough for you to know that they are there. I would like to know what's going on. She's you being... are not privy to this information. 
I say this is the... elven politics alone. Evermethian. You might be a guest, but you are not Evermethian. Nor do I wish to be. Please. Um, if you would like to roll Arcana on yep. And he is speaking elven. Uh, Elvish, just so you know. Yeah. I would imagine those are magic binding. 25. 25? You know these are basically um, uh, anti-magic cuffs. During this time, would I be able to slip Dr. Jones under her robes, perhaps? Ooh. Uh, most certainly try. Uh, yeah. Also with the 25, you know that if you, like, if you fidget with them, nothing's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But if, if you try, and... they cinch tighter and tighter and Until... tighter every time. Not like if you touch it once, it's gonna, it, you know. Yeah. But if you keep trying, and the more forcefully you try, the tighter they get until a mage no longer has hands. I wonder if that's where mage hands come from. <laughs> I say under my breath in Elvish. Well, that's canon now. <laughs> and then give the most unhinged smile to the person who put them on me. Uh, go ahead and um, make me a stealth check with Dr. Jones. Cool. Using Dr. Jones's stealth. Oh, what? Hang on, let me make sure I know Dr. Jones's stealth. There it is. Is it better than mine? I can't tell. It is not better than yours. It's, it's not plus, better than mine. It's a plus one. Plus one. All okay. right, well, that's fine. Could Petunia give him the help action? I would say in this moment, sure, yeah. Cool. Yeah? Yeah. So go ahead and roll Because it's one. more so like a, a pocket to, yeah. sneak instead of the mouse trying to... And I got a lot of pockets. <laughs> you do. Okay. 14... Fourteen. You're like an elven pair of cargo pants. <laughs> is he rolling perception to see that? Uh, you were going against his passive. Mm. Okay. He's not actively looking. He doesn't know to actively yep. look for mm -hmm. something right now. Okay. Um, okay. And Dr. Jones slips in and under the road, like, and, and kind of goes. And as you turn and go, he motions you. As out first, the door closes, and as you walk past, he reaches out and grabs, and pulls up Doctor Jones, and then lets it go onto the ground. I jump so scared. I was like, <laughs> Vinley full on jumps away from him when he does that, and will look at you. Petunia, or will look at those who are here and just not addressing anyone, but says that is the only warning you will ever get. And will turn and usher you out. Harold, can you ask the guards his name? Yeah, when he's gone, yeah. Um... Vinley that was reaches telepathic. Up mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And puts Savard on the wall. And smiles at her friends as the door closes. Okay. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, before we get to you, um, what are you all doing in the room in this very quick moment? Um, um, 
I'm care. going to tell them. By the way, um, I gave that that fella, um, the councilman, the marble. So now, if we ever need to look for him, he's got something we can find. Good idea. Little, I'm gonna little bit of a tracker. I'm gonna real quick kind of w- listen for the guy to leave with Vinley, and then I'm gonna knock twice on the door. And Harold, somewhat forgetting the guys, if they answer the door, do they answer the door? Um, it takes a little longer, but eventually they will open. Yep. And you're met with the sun elf. I will look to her. I look like all smiles until I see her. And there's a moment of like trepidation, but then the smile comes back and I'm like, does your queen need anything? No, just, just a curiosity of those of us in the room. Who is uh, tall, older and gruesome? So Valagar Corthalus, Knight Commander. Oh. You're going to have to spell yeah, I'm that. I'm going to need you to. <laughs> Wait a second. Vanithar. Like, Valagar is what you Valigar. said his name is? Yep. Sir Valagar Corthalus, Knight Commander of the Mithril Knights. Just, just, and the this is a God. question that is entirely out of play. Is it, is Dustin, is this who I think it is? It's Valagar. It is. God, we are in so much shit. <laughs> that oh. explains so much. Yeah, yeah, it's him. Okay, all right. Harold's like, huh. Okay. Large stuff. <laughs> well, I uh, I appreciate it. Is he is he always uh, like this? Just kind yeah. of intense and a little mean. He takes Evermeet very seriously, and I think Clearly. you should too. You're absolutely right. My apologies. And Harold kind of remembers that it's like, I'm putting on an air here, I gotta stop that. And we'll uh, nod his thanks to them, and then we'll, when the door shuts, he'll kind of buzz his lips and come back to everybody else, and he's like, guys named Valagar, sounds like an asshole. <laughs> uh, and that... I'm very glad I'm not my mother right now. That quip at the end mm-hmm. was more so an inward voice to herself. Mm-hmm. A reminder. Got it. Totally legit. Mm. Fuck. Y'all have no idea how fucked we are if that guy gets angry. <laughs> My goodness, Venley, no ma- no wonder you're so uptight so much. You can never relax here. <laughs> Venley starts chuckling a little bit as she's walking down the hall. <laughs> v, in the, v in the telepathic bond goes, you know what, now that I've mentioned it, I don't think I've unclenched my asshole since... <laughs> 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 and doing so now feels actively uncomfortable. I think I'm stuck like this. <laughs> you have great muscles. What? I do. Well, they don't have plumbing. Do. Oh. All right. Is anybody doing anything else before we move over to Vinley? Um, Savard is still in the parlor, by the way. Okay. Uh, when he grabbed Dr. Jones and he said that moment, she reached up to his sho- to her shoulder and put Savard on the wall. <laughs> okay. Before leaving. Seisha's just going to go into her room and meditate. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to do oh. anything. Okay. Where's that? Uh, 
Petunia, Harold, V, doing anything? Not, mm, not immediately, but I am looking through my spell book pensively. Okay. Um, V is like, this is just one of the situations in which she's just unsure of how she can do anything <laughs> to help, really. So, um, she's just hanging out with, like, Harold, and this is sort of like, um, you know, like, do we have any sort of, like, 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 like in the telepathic, I think she's gonna say in the telepathic bond, actually, to the group and be like, hey, is there, like, do we have, like, a plan here? Like, are we, we're just sort of hanging out for now, or? I think we have to let them do their talking, and we have to trust that Vinley knows what she's doing better than any of the rest of us. We've, okay. We're we're working with an extremely efficient system that has existed for thousands of years. They've got everything worked out, and they've had more opportunities to deal with things going wrong than we have over their lifetime. So we have to just trust that Vinley is going to do what she's got to do, and if things get hairy... I feel like we work our best when we don't have much of a plan and just kind of go by the seat of our pants. Okay. Uh, v states that, like, she's like, due to uh, Karina's freak out earlier, I've become increasingly more paranoid. And uh, I just don't feel comfortable talking about stuff personally without using a telepathic bond, if that's cool with all of you guys. That's fine. I Whatever just constantly feel like someone's listening in on me somehow. Or watching me. Even the walls have ears. No, that's that that's that place we met Karina. <laughs> oh yeah. Where the walls literally have ears. And high fives. I just wanna say that I think we're all doing a really good job so far. And I think we should keep up with what we're doing. I don't think that we're losing if there's a winning or losing right now. I don't feel like we've made any bad choices. I think We've set up the characters we're playing very well. Thank you. And I think we just need to let Vinley do the things she's needed to do for most of her life since she left here. Once Vinley's back, I hope we can talk about what I saw. It, it's not right for me to, to say that in her place, but the, the thing that you saw in my book. It's real bad. It's real, I, real bad. Yeah. It's... We're, we're familiar with who he is to Vinley. No, it's worse. And we'll have to discuss it once she's back. Yeah. But I she's think you're right need, to tell her first. She's gonna need all of us, and I just want everybody to... You know, she's my sister. Well, she could use a good one. This That's one the truth. sucks. <laughs> her, her, the way, the way Lysanther described her. I feel like. She was a perfect little princess. No, I feel like maybe we've got a different perspective of her from the person she is 
because our view and understanding of her is affected by Venli. Well, yeah, everybody's more honest about their soul when their siblings are around. I'm, I'm a different person around my siblings. She's normally a measured, cautious, intentional person, he said. I didn't see any of that when Venley was around. To be honest, siblings will do that to you. But that's the thing, that's our, that's our key, I guess you could say. I think Venley's her weakness. That's what I mean. As long as Venley's here, that porcelain is just gonna keep cracking and cracking and cracking. She but won't be able to maintain it. But is that the right thing for ever me? We're here not only to help outside Evermeet. Big picture, we're helping them too. And it seems like maybe, maybe we need to take a step back from our preconceived notions and look at the situation with fresh eyes. Is this in the telepathic bond? Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't say anything. Yeah. Halfway expecting, I cut the top. Yeah, I was too. Carol's <laughs> <laughs> going to say, I trust Vinley's perspective. Let's let her handle her business. Oh, yeah. And... When, when that's done, we can all discuss. But above all, anything that happens here is largely her decision. We're here, Vinley. In, in case like, I cut out, she said we're here for you, Vinley. I feel like too much of right now is being puppeteered into what it's becoming. That's I'm sorry. And the spellings. And you all Shit. feel that mental discon uh, disconnection happen. It's for the best. No, it's not, because if she's in trouble, she can't tell us. Finley. We wouldn't have been able to do anything. You walk along with the elven knight as he takes you down many corridors until you find yourself in the royal gardens amongst the beautiful ivy-covered arcade colonnade that also acts as an aqueduct as you see small waterfalls showering water over some of the areas of the garden. In the center, tending to a few wildflower uh, bushes near a reflecting pool blessed by the Seldarine, you see your sister, Ameria. She hears your approach and turns, nodding toward the guard that then turns and waits by one of the columns nearby with eyes never leaving you. Sister, I think it's time we have a talk. And that is where we're going to end tonight's episode. As always, be excellent to each other. Meal. Always. Oh, oh, roll, roll with advantage. Roll with advantage. Roll Good night, everybody. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, excuse me. I, I hate to interrupt you, but we are closing for the evening. Um, Tell you what. I'll mark your place in this book. That way you can come back where you left off next week. It'll be our secret. <laughs>